Hi guys, and welcome back to the 34th episode of the Couch on Ice podcast. Uh, we got some exciting news to talk about this week, but before we get into that, let's introduce the boys. Uh, Chase, how's it going down in Saskatoon? Oh, it's stupendous, buddy. I'm fucking ecstatic about this Olympic shit, man. Like, oh, I know. fuck. Like, yes. my God, man. Like, I'm just riveting here. Like, we're going to see McGee and Crosby together, man. It's going to be I've never on been, the same team. This, oh, this is so going to be like Gretzky and Lemieux oh, when they man, play exactly. together. Like, oh, it's going to be magical. So, so epic. Like, I don't care what the fuck goes on. I don't care if we, these guys got to wear hazmat suits <laughs> for fucking two weeks before they go to this shit. So let's fucking make sure this happens. They stay in a fucking bubble. I don't give a shit. Do whatever you got to do. This has to happen. These guys will do yes, it. They'll, they'll fucking do happen. it. They will fucking do it. I I'll hope tell you so. That right now. <laughs> like, oh, man. So stoked, dude. So stoked. <laughs> so, so Chase is super stoked. Uh, Jordan, yeah, are you, yeah. are you, Jordan, are you as stoked as he is? I, I, it is equally as superb here. Um, I honestly just the, uh, the humbleness of McDavid to say, like, I'm not sure if I, if my spot is sealed or something like that. Like, motherfuckers, the first name on anyone's list. Exactly. He's not sure if he's fucking certain. So, just the humbleness. He's probably well, like. He hasn't won a cup. Fucking, yeah, man. yeah. Fucking, he's probably. What have you won? He's probably. What are you bringing to the team with experience on, in playoffs? Just like no, two no. or three heart trophies. <laughs> well, nice two or three heart cross. Uh, <laughs> generational talent. <laughs> Poor guy stuck in Edmonton. Oh, I know. I would hate my life if I was in Edmonton. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, hey, like, like how he was saying that. It's just like this is exactly how I've been thinking. He's thinking like, yeah, what? Like, I need to like fucking like, yeah, I'm so fast and I'm doing all this stuff, but like, I need to be there for the team. Like, you need to find a way to work with the team up the ice as well. You can't just well, jump ahead constantly. And like, there's yeah. a way to do this. What, what by taking a step back at times and working with the team a little bit more and stuff yep. like that like you were saying with Crosby like how they get into the zone every time is they yes. literally they just shoot it around the fucking boards to the other winger yeah like every time well the fucking winger doesn't have the puck on Edmonton it's McDavid's already in the zone he's already in the zone yeah Crosby so, definitely they're two different players obviously yeah um, and then like you said uh defensive aspect and stuff like that it's like yeah these these this guy has things to work <clears throat> on to be yes like the best actually all super around. awesome you know so like i like why you guys this is why it's scary to me because like exactly guys are jumping ahead a little bit aren't you here yes you know what i will say so like they're what i will going for it right now but yet they don't have the goaltending to go for it now but like it's kind of in that mixed bag where you might be fucked in a couple of years and or it might not work or you know like i don't know it's kind of kind of scary like he feels like he's got more to progress and the world's just like when a cop right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so, like one one thing we'll say quickly: we're not shitting on McDavid. McDavid is the best player in the world. Like, so I don't want oh, fan, yeah. like people oh, are oh, gonna yeah. like misconstrued saying McDavid needs to do better. <laughs> when yeah. we're not no, saying like, that. He could. <laughs> but defensively, he is not the best all around player. All around. Yeah, yes, he, he can be better. He oh, can he be can. better, and he's Ted. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. If yeah, he's man. better. If he gets better, like everyone else yeah. should just quit hockey. 
<laughs> exactly, <laughs> yes, you're exactly. not if if your goal is to be the best and he gets better you're not good good luck go go try the khl yeah. <laughs> instead yeah, like what he, like I, I don't know if he's gonna go if he this might be the last year where he goes mad points or i don't know if he's gonna go mad points anymore i wonder if he's gonna crosby step back a little yeah. bit here and like i don't know if it'll be this year or next year or what but like I don't know. I'd like him to go for the fucking 150, like how he was on pace last year. Like, buddy, go for He's going to go for it. He's going to go for one more year. Like, you know? Well, like Crosby. Crosby got... And then after that, like, you got... You can fucking try to win cups, but like, yeah, like I said, the team's kind of set up. They want to win right now and stuff, so... Yeah. Well, what what Crosby did, like, I think back, he had 50 goals one year, and he hasn't had a year like that production-wise ever yeah like ever but he has been miles better defensively and he does little things that are oh so important that you don't notice like people i i read yeah i read somewhere um i read a someone put out their top 100 players and they're going through them like every couple days or whatever and this guy put crosby at seven he he may have not had like outstanding points last year. By the way, still over a point a game. Fifteen years, sixteen years in a row, he's been over a point a game. That's nothing. That's not bad. Um, second, yeah. Pits- Pittsburgh I, I wouldn't have been a playoff have, right? team without Crosby. So yeah. he yeah, like yeah. all you can ask is like a point per game out of a guy. If a guy's hovering around there, this guy's like. Super affecting sorry. the game creating yes. offense this guy's this guy's out there you notice him you know sort of thing yeah like, and it's crosby no he's about that. He's the most effective. noticed player on the ice every time he's yeah, there exactly. like yeah. that doesn't go away he's so he's the no, closest like you thing said, we have right now to like dad sukish for yeah. in the last little bit for like just you watch him and you're like holy holy fuck like what the hell? wow that was just just the simplest, like in between the legs, pass out to the middle or something yeah. like that, just to create a cycle. You're just like, holy fuck! Like, yes. he's like one of the few guys that just blows you away. Like you said with Crosby, though, one thing I absolutely can commend him on is his ability over the years <clears throat> to learn how to better protect himself. Yes, because obviously, being the best player in the league he had a target on his back and yes people took that out on him right happens in every fucking... league every single sport there is mm-hmm. the best players top three exactly. have targets. they have targets because they are the best right yeah you get them out of the game and that's a that's an entirely different story now want to know no i know it uh oh what's his name he played with bobby Orr. he said want to know who's more famous than bobby Orr? the guy really? who beats up bobby Orr. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so like that's that's how you got noticed like yeah and it makes sense he had injury trouble but since the last couple of years he's worked on it a lot like he's he's protected his body really well it's yeah there was there was a couple yeah, of years there where it was a fear yeah, that was he was uh especially with the concussions yeah there was a fear he might not play or be ever even close the same again after those concussions after those like three concussions he got yeah, in a row right. like yeah. it was scary for a second there was talks yeah, he didn't that play, he didn't play amazing you know he like played really he, yeah. he was like a little still gun playing like, a game but next year i saw like for sure hey like yeah but he's still the best player out there which is not yeah man yeah so, man. Like, oh crazy um 
Well, I, I didn't expect to start this episode talking about the two best players in the past 10 years, 20 years, but That's happy the about Olympics. it. But yeah, the Olympic talk. The same team yeah, exactly. Yeah. We just talked, we just praised these guys for a whole yeah. seven minutes and, and they're both going to be on the same team and manning their own lines, which is unbelievable. Um, speaking of, uh, international i do want to point out their uh, hats off to team canada the u.s girls at the world championship are the canadian girls at the world championship to uh yeah. to win gold in overtime it was like patrick yeah. kane like 2.0 didn't even see it go in it was an absolute snipe <laughs> i loved it, it so fun. happy and it's so fun to watch canada celebrate gold and u.s be sitting yeah. on the board sulking <laughs> but yeah, um, should should we get into the signings guys like right away yeah we're starting with a good one all right let's do it to kick it off we've got the preds re-signing eli tolvanen three years at 1.45 million yeah uh chase and i had a heart attack when we read this because i accidentally <laughs> misread it <laughs> and i thought it was three years and an aav of 4.3 we're, we're like, oh shit, <laughs> what did Nashville do? <laughs> I was like, holy fuck, are you serious? <laughs> More than double what we were offering them and thinking. And yeah. then we realized, oh, nope, it, it, it's just 1.45 and this is actually a great deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah very cheap. It's a yeah. shame that these three years, they're not likely going to be contending and that it won't really matter nearly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Weber might retire and cost them a lot of money. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, he is, too. That's going to be so funny. Um, God, I never used to love making fun of Nashville, but all of a sudden, it just got really funny. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, what they're... you can't make fun of is their potential in their top six, actually, like having Tolvanen and possibly Tomasino in there. With uh, oh, with with, um, with Duchesne so like, and Johans, <laughs> Duchesne rolling third line, dog, oh, third God. line center. <laughs> like oh. Johansson's not too bad. He wasn't like the worst last year. Like Duchesne was. Like you know, I'm sure he'll bounce back a little bit. But obviously, we're not expecting a lot out of these guys. No. But I'm expecting a lot out of Tolvanen and hopefully Tomasino. Like I, I can I'm expecting Tolvanen. I expect Tolvanen to look good, not produce good i'll say that yeah like like i'm saying this because like that's kind of how i feel it should be if everything goes well but in all reality yeah. this is probably going to be a dumpster fire and their oh, uh, yeah. top point getter will be getting 50 points the next guy will get 40 and then 30 yeah the top guy will be 30, roman 20. yossi getting 60 <laughs> points yeah. and their, their, seven... their fifth and six guys could be getting yeah like fucking 30 points man yeah. maybe Maybe these goal numbers will look good because nobody else can fucking score on that team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in comparison, he'll have five. he'll have fifteen goals and leading the team in goals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah no. it's not that bad, but no, beautiful deal. Like, yeah, what a steal. Yes, yeah, it was a good deal. I loved it. Can't get a better Especially deal. Three years. Yes. Yeah, three. Perfect. Michelle. Next, we've got Connor Murphy getting an extension. Four years at $4.4 million. Uh, I don't know how to feel about this because I was, like, sold Chicago was trading him. Like, I had heard so much talk that they didn't want him there anymore, Connor Murphy. So I'm kind of like just... Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I, I heard, I, I heard, Elliot I heard, Friedman I said... I Elliot Friedman was saying a little bit that he doesn't know if Connor Murphy's going to be around anymore because there's a lot of interest. 
Um, him and Calvin DeHaan were looking. One of them was going to get dealt, and it turns out it's going to be Calvin DeHaan probably. Uh, but he's he's pretty good. He's a right-handed defensive-minded lead defenseman. Uh, he's averages 22 minutes a night. That's not too bad. Uh, he's not going to score you a ton of points. Four he's point, just a very he was, good defensive guy. Yeah, he was already making $4 million, so he gets like a 400 k raise. I don't think that's absurd at all. Yeah, I think sense. this contract is worth it right now. I think maybe in the last year it might yeah. not be, but that's a year, right? Yeah, like, if, if his yeah, legs okay. fall off in the next four years, it's not going to be great. But I think he's fine. He's worth it. He's a middle. Yeah. He's a middle pairing D man. Like that's just what he is. And, yeah, he's yeah. he's just a solid top four guy. Plus, he's right handed, yeah, so there's the there's the extra money for the right hand. Yeah, he's been so. real solid. Really, kind of got thrown around there for a bit, and nobody yeah, knew what to think done. about him. Yeah, and exactly. He really found himself here, and I, I, what I've heard, like they love this guy. Like, yeah, I do too. Love this guy, so um, I'm, I'm happy they actually kept him because I like him just hanging out behind Jones. I like that. Yeah. I, I like the idea of that. So for sure, I think this will be pretty nice. Like he hasn't gotten too heftily paid, so this is his first real. No, like we trust you, paycheck, right? You exactly. Know? It's and a you're a, a top four. Really you're a top four D man contract yeah, exactly, exactly yeah, what so. it is and so he's yeah. got fair it's fair value yeah. like i say if you're a top four d man you don't know how to pay a guy four million dollars is the safe bet for every gm That's, <laughs> every yeah, no gm doubt, no it's doubt. always four to five million so yep. i'm not surprised yeah um, me neither well should we get into lou lamorello and finally yeah now we're it? on to the islanders they finally yeah, he, fi- he finally found his phone so four of four contracts, right? Found the, the same papers time. underneath a bunch of yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. Continue. No, that's okay. We'll we'll kick it off with uh, Casey Sezikis. Six years <laughs> at two point five. I fucking got this right, boys. I actually projected this contract. I was mind blown when I saw it. Six years, two point five. Hell yeah. If any GM who wasn't named Lou Lamorello signed this contract, I'd call them an idiot. Oh yeah, he's, he's a <laughs> bottom pair guy. Like he's a he's fourth a, line. He's center. a fourth well, line thanks, PK man. specialist. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah, I like Casey Sezikis, but until he's thirty six, I don't. Yeah, um, agreed. But oh, I love Sezikis, but like, I love him. But thirty for like so long, like so I long. Think it's too bad. Like that's it was, so long. It would have been nice to get him. At, Apparently, felt uh, it was worth it not to lose him. Oh yeah, I think so for sure. Like he's gonna be amazing. For See, the next he three, is four years. no thirty. Like fuck yeah, man. So I thought that's he was why, a lot older than that. So true, but that's why I said if this wasn't Lou Lamorello signing his contract, I'm pissed off. Yeah, as a fan. Yeah, and like how right? important is this guy? Like I feel like he could have got four mil from somebody just because he's fucking so uh, important. Amazing to the PK. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just being that great, fucking for a team. Off, so, off spoilers. Yeah, yeah, they exactly. could really like, use a Sezikis. Really on the third line right now. That would be True. unreal, dude. So, and that's the cool thing about this guy. Like, even lots of guys say, like, this guy, boy, fucking throw him anywhere. Second line, third line, fourth line. He'll, he'll light it up for you. Like, yeah, you just he's probably, awesome. Yeah. He's awesome player. on this Islanders team, but I question the term big time on yeah. any other team. Long term. Yes. Well, it, he should have gotten at least three and a half. So, like, you're underpaying him, like, at least a mil or two is what I'm thinking. So, like, true. you tried to stretch it out as much as possible. Like, literally, it would have been, like, what, a four-year deal at, like, four under, maybe that, you know? Like, under yeah. four, three and a half to four. Cap so, like, up. 
you're giving him those literally that two four million dollars that he lost right there. Yes, it's it's gonna in a turn up. Years, so. It's not gonna hurt you. By and any like, means, like you can bury it if worst case. Next, you, yeah, yeah. Next, but it should be pretty, pretty easy to manage. It's good. What I'm basically just trying to get at my whole preference was he's an Islander, and he's a good Islander. Yeah, he's <laughs> a system player. On, yes, yeah, he fits right this system. system. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, can't let him go. But sure. I'm not signing anyone who isn't my first or second like guy past yeah. 36 when he's 30 now. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's the only reason I'm looking at like that. But yeah. nope, should we move on to the other Islander? Yeah, One next of we've them? got Kyle Palmieri, four years at $5 million. Yeah, he did get five mil. Good. Uh, that's nuts that to me. I'm surprised because he had a rough season last year. Regular yeah. season wise, he did. Yeah. Regular season, of course, yeah. He, he he been, actually, I do remember him saying, "Like I, I, like if if I don't get what I'd like, I'm going somewhere else." So obviously, he was like, "Somebody will pay me five million dollars. Yeah. This team will." Someone so would have paid him. I agree with that. I don't know if he's worth five. Well, yeah, if. If his shooting percentages went up, this isn't a bad deal. Like, what's it? What's it at right now? I, I don't exactly know see. what it is at right now. I know last year, obviously, being eight point seven, eight point seven last year with his yeah, age. That's, that's not bad at all. I, I've, but I've seen a his career normal. I don't know what it is career normal. Let me see. Yeah, no, he's, if he's I just can. effective, man. He's just very effective. Um, so last year, that's you're seeing last year's regular season. He was at six point mm-hmm. five. Um, so yeah, his seventeen games for the Devil or for the Islanders wasn't amazing. Um, he was actually bad, but he, he wasn't. He was okay in New Jersey. He, he's typically percentage wise shooting uh, around ten to like thirteen percent mm-hmm. per shooting so that's pretty good he's usually playing yeah. top six uh with the islanders here he is their third line winger playing with pajot and uh wallstrom he was this year i think he's just a four million dollar guy but i understand why he got five like chase said yeah, he's someone someone would have given him five so yeah. if you want to keep him you give him five it makes sense yeah. it's the free agent tax is exactly what it is yeah and obviously he'll be better right yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. He'll, he'll be better in the regular season. So. Mm-hmm. so there's no worries with that. He does some good stuff without scoring too, without being. Yeah, there's, there's a reason they kept him is because yes. he slid in the locker room. He fit in that team like a glove. He really did. Exactly. So yeah. I like him on this team. I just I don't love the money, but I understand it. Let's put it that mm-hmm. way. Yep. So next, Ilya Sorokin. He gets three years at four million. This one didn't surprise me one bit. Sorry. I don't know. I thought I thought it was going to be two because he has only had one season under his belt. Yeah, right? but he's also played yeah, in the KHL and dominated. Like that's yeah, not just got... any league, right? Very true. Yeah. I want to say he got two mil last year. He yeah, he did. He was making, two mil, he was already, making so... two mil last year, so that's why he was. Getting... Yeah, like I was thinking it was going to be a two year five million dollar or this deal yeah. i've had this deal thought as well like you just don't I like know it. how they wanted to figure it out so best idea was to go four for three because yes well obviously he really wanted five or else this probably would wouldn't have taken so long yeah um 
he probably wanted like I was saying about the, he wanted like, a Shashirkin type Shashirkin. deal. Yeah, exactly. Because he's been compared so, with him the whole time they've been coming to the NHL. Yeah, um, and they've basically done kind of the same shit. Same so, thing, like, just Shashirkin. Shashirkin didn't have a goalie in front of him. That was a big difference. Like he did in Georgiev, but Georgiev mm-hmm. Varlamov's a hell of a lot better than Georgiev right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so like no, that's a perfect, perfect deal. You got him signed after Varlamov's gone. So if, even if you just lose Varlamov, at least you do have him. You sort have of thing. You don't. He's gonna replace Varlamov. Sort of, yeah. Like, yeah, and that could soon. happen as next easily year. As this year, you know, like yeah. I see Varlamov out the door next year. That's I see him out the door next year potentially. Like a year or two, I think Barlamov will be gone. Sorokin will be the starter. Yeah. I I wonder if Sorokin steals the net from him this year. Like I would not I, be I would, surprised. I would think so, just because of Varlamov's history of just you know it's Varlamov. He's it's he's always he's been light out, healthy, yeah. or he's just like just getting he's back. Na- he's get got back a nagging injury and he can't find yeah, his groove. Yeah, coming back from an injury, trying to get his groove back, or he yeah, struggles like to he, find his self back. He really does when he loses it, hey? Well, yeah, exactly. So, like, he's kind of, like, fucking amazing like he has been. <laughs> you know, this system's kind of helped Varlamov, like, become exactly. hey, the it's, best. It's hard to not be a good goalie. <laughs> it's hard when he gets 20 shots and 15 <laughs> of them are from the outside, too. Like, yeah, nobody yeah. talks about that. Like, the Islanders could face 50 shots in a game, but I guarantee you 35 of them will be from the outside. And like just nothing shows. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. That's why goalies do so good. Those for breakfast, those shots. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, but yeah, Sorokin's deal is like we said, good deal. I think it's fair. They're preparing for when Varlamov's done. Last and and definitely not least, Anthony Bavillier gets three years at four point one five. Very what? similar to what I gave him as as yeah, my. Well, uh, Calgary GM there. What a yeah! What a I did contract. four point two five, man. Yeah, that I was four point two five, so I was very close. Yeah, no. had to save that hundred 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 thousand bucks, man. Yeah. That goes, man. <laughs> it's tough end, tough end. It's funny looking at the Islanders because you look at their like younger players who typically in any other market would make big bucks. And you're like, oh, this Barzell Bavilia, they're gonna make like Barzell's gonna make eight or nine. Bavilia is gonna make like six. But he doesn't pay young guys, and he waits until they're thirty to pay them. Yeah, like I they, swear that's how Lou does it. Like, yeah, for young guys, he, yeah, when he has them under his control, they're not getting a good contract. Like when they're under RFA control, it's when they're UFA that they actually get paid mm-hmm. with the Lou. So it's just weird to see. I love. Yeah, but team. he doesn't let them go to UFA. He signs them. No, he's, he signs them. <laughs> yeah, he gives them an eight. Never see you if they. Uh, I know he doesn't, but like that's what I'm saying. It's because they get paid so little being an RFA. They get paid up the ass when they're a UFA. Yeah. So well, that's how you do it. Clearly, it, it works. It clearly works. I'm not criticizing it. I think it's it's just different from all the other GMs. So just a little footnote, basically. <laughs> that's all I had to say. Pavilion is dope. Love the contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely the best of them all. Yeah. Okay. Next, we've got Seattle signing Riley Sheehan at a one point or one year at eight point five k. Mister No Goal Sheehan, remember that Chase <laughs> when he went like <laughs> yeah. a season and a half without scoring a single yeah, goal. Had one epic game right at the end of the season. I want yeah, to say and he scored. scored. 
first of the season. It was like a yeah. winner. Yeah, it was great. I guess we get in the Shea and he's, uh, I think he runs like a, a mental illness sort of fun sort of thing and kind of yeah. uh, awesome. promotes that sort of stuff. So I can That's see dope. why he's going to Seattle because Seattle's all about promoting the new kind of, the, the new yeah, world, awesome. like the climate pledge arena and like, well, you know, I mean, bring in guys realistically, like Anything to get out of Buffalo, right? <laughs> yeah, and the guy's a beauty. If you can't say, oh yeah, great penalty Buffalo, killer. Then, like, what do you do? You know. Yeah, as a fourth great liner, guy. I like him a lot. Yeah, I think he's a pretty big locker room signing more than he is a oh nice Player. guy. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, he's all right. Next, we've got St. Louis locking down Colton Pareko. Big caught, extension caught me off Eight guard. Eight years at six point five million. This one caught me off guard big time because I wasn't expect I just wasn't expecting a, a contract to come in for Colton Pareko yet. I don't I don't know why, but me neither. But I just, actually think in terms of value, I think they banged it right on the fucking nose. I yeah, like yeah. it. I like it yeah, a lot. Not too much. Not not too little. I think it, this is gonna sound negative, but I mean it in a good way. I think it's really good. He had kind of a shitty season the past couple of years because. It was able to knock that number down because when he yeah, was there, be in trouble when he was right behind Petrangelo, he looked like he was going to be better than him, <laughs> better than mm. Petrangelo. Like, he looks awesome at mm-hmm. times. And he had a couple down years so that he didn't get the $8 million, which is I think is going to help St. Louis because I Definitely. think he's going to bounce back. Is The long-winded-ass way of saying that is I think he's going to bounce back after his two yeah. rough seasons. Yeah, there's a lot of... There's a lot of people that like this guy. Like I a do. lot of people really like awesome this guy. Awesome on the penalty kill, and he's right-handed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six point five mil is what Falk has, what Krug has. It's no, what they pay defensively. The so, um, yeah, very good yeah. defense. Okay. And they're all just solid. I'm actually kind of <clears throat> really starting to fall in love with this team. Honestly, I think I might have them in the playoffs. I just feel like. Falk's going to do better. I feel like Krug's going to do better, just like, like you're saying. I feel like Pareko's going to do much better than that. Yeah, the Pareko or, or whatever. The Pareko and the <laughs> Krug line, I think that could be one of the most, the best pairings in the league. Like, it it seems like a perfect fit of both of what you need. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll wait and see if they gel better this year, which I hope they do. Yeah. But I like the contract. It's, the years scare me a little bit. Yeah, long. it's fucking long. Six years would have made me feel a lot safer on this. Yeah. Um, eight, you're going to probably eat the last two or three of those years. Um, probably, I'd say two years of it, you're going to probably struggle. He's going to be a turnstile in probably four years, five years. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Unless he does what Buffalo at, does. Like, it's kind of crazy to look at, like, uh, what's his name on San Jose? Pickles. Old oh, Pickles, classic, like, his yeah. contract didn't seem too bad that whole time. And then all of a sudden it's $7 million. And you're like, hey, um, this oh, sucks. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> was so, like, left. sound defensively. He did everything right. He didn't make mistakes. He just yeah, calmly chipped it out. Now, team. Yeah, now yeah. he's old. Now he's just older. Yeah, he just yeah. has no legs. It's those big defensive guys. Like once their legs fall off, they're kind of done. It's going, huh? I think yeah, it's his, hey. his legacy and his, the fact that he's seven feet tall, maybe 
his stick is like he could stand the slot and he'll reach the blue line with his stick. <laughs> so like that kind of helps when you're a defender. Yeah. He can sit back deeper and he won't get beat yeah. as quick, right? Yeah. And gonna... I mean, hey, imagine getting hit by that guy, huh? True. Like <laughs> right, these guys, the wind, no, yeah. and like these type of defensemen, they're not bad defensemen. They play like I best example I use Shea Weber. Does he get beat by speed a lot? Yeah, but he's still one of the best defensemen if yeah, in exactly. his zone. In him. his zone. In his zone, exactly. You get him in his zone, just, and you're not getting a shot on that. He's gonna either block it or hit you. Yeah, exactly. Or just chip it out for someone yep. else. So like that's that's yep. that's what I feel like Colton Pareko will be in the last couple of years. But the first years, the first five years, I think will be real solid for this. Yeah, year. very very good. So I like it. Next, Buffalo re-sign Casey Middlestat. Three years at two point five. He's sticking with the Sabers. It's. Yeah. He had a really a good second of half of the year. He had a really yeah, good second I half of the year. He, once Kruger was fired, I believe he put up 17 points in 22 games. Yeah, something like good. that sounds familiar. Um, yeah, that's not that's pretty good. They're expecting him to be their first line center this year because uh, Eichel will be gone presumably by then. Yeah. So like, and very certainly injured too. I like the deal for the. I love three years at 2.5. Me too. Like, it's a really good deal. I don't want to say it's going to bite them in the ass. Casey Middlestat needs to prove it this year to me. This yeah, year and next he year. He'll be out of there in a year. He's not going to be a top six guy, and I don't think. But I still have, I still think he's got it. He's 22, like I said. That's still very young. I think he can do it. But it's kind of a, this is a bridge deal, show me, or you're not ever going to get paid. <laughs> yep. So... That's the deal. Yeah, okay. I like him. I do. I think he's going to be do. solid. But I do see I... a small part of him that where he's going to flop. I really do. Yeah, certainly with Buffalo, right? Yeah, that doesn't yeah, I, help. I didn't see a three-year deal coming here. Neither did I. I saw he, one. I thought it would I thought it'd be two years. One because, or two. Yeah, like, I thought one or two for sure. Yeah, like, show me what you got, and then you can actually get maybe paid a little bit more or something like that. Yeah, I thought it would be like two at two. Money, but, you know. Probably two years at two is what seems seemed like it was going to happen. Seem, doesn't seem like he's in the situation like I think Thomas and like Yamamoto and like Dubé and stuff and like I told him was yeah. so much cheaper. But like, yeah, yeah hey, like I had <laughs> those guys making about that. So like, I don't know. It's just weird like that they went for the stretch. Like just it is, but even pennies in case he actually does good because like in all reality, he played pretty not bad last year. Look like. He's he's gonna be in the NHL instead yes, of not yes. be in the NHL. You know, he look pretty. He is hundred percent capable so, NHL player. Yeah, yep. But like, good for them, right? I I think it's a good deal for them, and like the money is fine. They're gonna have to pay him a lot in three years if he does well. Um, yeah, exactly. That's the scariest part with it because he'll be twenty five. This is Casey Middlestat is seems like a Reinhardt, the new Reinhardt of Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Hey, like just that number one center who probably shouldn't be there, but they don't have anyone else until they got yeah. Michael, obviously. So I don't know. I don't mind Middlestat. I, I think he'll be good. Yeah, he's got a lot to prove that for sure. He does have and a lot to prove. A lot of not much around him to prove it with, so Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Him. But that's why, like, honestly, if he gets half a point a game, I think he had a really good season. 
Yeah, he had an amazing season for Buffalo. That's that's his ceiling, like for me. If he gets that or better, oh, I think Case Mills to have the, one of the best seasons of he mm-hmm. can have. So hopefully he just keep, continues to play good under Don Granado. Yeah, I like this Buffalo team a lot better under him. That's for sure. Me too. Me Holy too. Holy crap! That Signs made a big difference. Pointing upward for once, which for at least a full year they were not. Yeah, so. but that's because when you hit rock bottom, you can't really go lower. Yeah, it's hard to get back up. <laughs> it's really hard, and they still technically haven't hit rock bottom. Like once Jack Eichel's traded, that's yeah. rock bottom. It certainly depends on what they can manage to get back. Exactly. That's all people care about, right? About Buffalo now. Yeah. So. So next one, we've got Philly extending Joel Farabee. This will kick in next year for next season. Um, it is a six-year at $5 million AAV. I'll, I'll admit, this one, I misread this one too <laughs> at first, and I was a yeah, little confused. I know. <laughs> seems like it. I can't read. Um, I thought it was $6 million at five years, and I was like, ooh, I, I don't. I don't love that right away because he isn't showing he's worth six mil, but it's weird how much a million dollars changes your mind because yeah. five mil at six years sounds actually really good. Well, I mean, you got to think though, it adds up, right? Like six years of an extra yes. million, that's $6 million in the end. Yeah, exactly. Like it is a lot. It's just, it's five to six doesn't seem like too big of a job yeah, until, until you add an M behind it. Like, well, I it's, mean, that's like earlier with like uh, Bavillier, the difference in like a hundred k. Exactly right? right, yeah. Like, I this contract, I think for Farabee is going to be very good. Yep, I think this could be a very good. I steal. think he's going to slightly outperform his contract, but I don't think he's gonna like blow it away. It's yeah, not, it's not gonna be like a Nathan McKinnon where he's yeah like exactly. Six Give this two years and this will look like a great contract. Yeah, he'll be probably worth five and a half. Or, exactly uh, or more but i like joel faraby he showed some a lot of promise this year on a philadelphia team that had like no promise um they're gonna have a good year this year so it's a fact i think he will how many points do you have um oh he was he, he was, fire. was he was close to he like was, a fucking point per game Man, he that had fucking team 38 was points he was yeah. their leading goal scorer as well. Yeah, with 20 goals. So, yeah, that's a good contract. 20 yeah, goals hey, in 56 Philly games. Was, that's pretty good. They were last year on uh, with their defense. Like, their forwards were fucking dynamite. I, they were 11th in the league. And they're, like, out of their top six forwards, they were 11th in the league. In Philly last so year, crazy. you can describe as they could have a 4 nothing lead, and it's still not safe. Yeah, exactly. Hey, but you're not surprised they got the four nothing lead. You're like, yeah, oh, right. cool, they scored. They scored. No surprise there. Okay, it's when like are the goals going to come back? Play. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's the American Edmonton last year. Like they swept trolls last year because Edmonton wasn't actually the worst defensively last year. They weren't good, but they weren't bad. So yeah, I like Joel Faraby. Good deal. Twenty mm-hmm. goals for five million. That's all right. Can't hate that. Um, I believe that's the last of the signings, isn't yep, it? That is it. Any? Oh no, we're missing one. Oh yeah, we're, we're missing one. Chase, do you want to drop the big announcement? Who Detroit signed? Oh, okay. <laughs> who the fuck did we get? We got a right-handed forward replacing Luke Lendenning, Mister Former X, uh, 
ex penguin Carter Rowney. <laughs> yeah, Clutch deal. What Clutch a guy! Deal. Right-handed yeah. monster. Love it. Love Great it. Funny guy. <laughs> yeah, I'd say he has a better chance of playing on. Oh, he got better chance than Stephenson. <laughs> he's gonna take over. He's right-handed. He's gonna take over Larkin's role because he's right-handed. Well, I think he can take face-offs, so like that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's good on the draw. So. It's all right. Um, should we get into Montreal? Or yeah, I'm excited um, for this one. Yeah, I uh, I'll go first because I didn't know what I was doing with this team. I didn't do a whole lot, honestly. I kind of kept most of it the same. Um, but I made some. Small moves, so I'll start off with I signed Tyler Bozak to a one year at 3.5 to play third line center, which I think is perfect for that because they need a center. And yeah. I I didn't have them keeping Kokanami. I had them Carolina taking him. Uh, so we got the first and the third from Carolina. And I ended up trading Jonathan Duran, a second round pick for Evgeny Kuznetsov. Um the the reasoning why I saw a lot of people commenting and saying they don't understand it for Washington. My thought process was nobody knows why Jonathan Drun wasn't playing last year. And I'm hoping it's nothing to do with um his playing ability or anything like that or his mental yeah, like rehabbing state. an injury or exactly something. or a mental state where like maybe either he doesn't want to play or yeah if he's not if, interested in hockey anymore maybe or, it's draining to him or whatever. it could be that or or if it's maybe a, a death in the family or an illness or something like yeah. I, I hope it's nothing bad too terrible that he's able to come back and be himself again because is he better than kuznetsov no but I think he can help Washington with their speed issues, for one, mm-hmm. on the wing. Two, Washington can use yet a other winger in a trade to get a center in maybe a Christian Dvorak or something along those lines. Like, they've mm-hmm. got options to make another move for a second-line center. Just because I made this deal doesn't mean Washington stops making deals. Yeah, exactly. So, it doesn't mean they're stuck without a center. Exactly. They'll do their own yeah, work exactly. to do They could even go shopping in New York. Right? They could trade this. Exactly. They could trade the second round pick for Ryan Strom. And like yep. with him and a second round pick and someone else. So yep. that's why I did it. Plus, they don't want Kuznetsov anymore. They really don't. Yep. So yep. Montreal gets Kuznetsov. Um, that's my first season done. I really didn't do anything else. The lines are Toffoli, Kuznetsov, Caulfield, Anderson, Suzuki, Hoffman. Lekkonen, Bozak, Gallagher, Armia, Perot, Jake Evans, Cedric Paquette is the extra guy. Um, it's ba- I tried to go as balanced as I could with this team on offense. Defense, I didn't change a thing. Joel Edmondson, Petrie is my top pair. Sherratt, Savard, Kulak, Romanov, and then Chris Weidman is the extra guy. And Carey Price, Jake Allen is the goaltending. Um, and then the second year, I didn't do much either i made uh just a couple trades mainly for cap reasons i so i traded for jeremy liaison from seattle for paul byron yesi yolenin and a fourth round pick um yolenin's a second or third round pick who's super highly touted so i thought that would get them to take paul byron's last year contract plus jeremy liaison back who's capable third pairing guy um then i traded jake allen and a fourth round pick for jonathan gruden to pittsburgh 
just to shed the cap because I couldn't afford it. And then for the contracts, I signed Nick Suzuki to $7 million at eight years. Uh, Josh Brook at 900 k for two years. Jake Evans for $1.2 for, for two years. Um, Alexander Romanov, four and a half for four years. I'm doing that banking on the fact he has a breakout year this year. If he doesn't, I would give him a bridge deal at less money, but uh, I'm giving that. I'm giving Arturi Lekkanen uh, five years at 3.4, the same as the Joel Armia contract. Uh, Caden Primu, 200, or two years at 900K. And then I signed Jeremy Lays on to a two-year $1.3 million cap hit. I signed back Brett Kulak to a three years at two, Colin Blackwell two years at two, and Cedric Paquette one year, or sorry, two years at 1.2. So my lines are in the second year, Kuznetsov, Toffoli, Caulfield, Suzuki, Anderson, Hoffman, uh, Lekkanen, Evans, Gallagher, Blackwell, Paling, Armia, Cedric Paquette is my extra guy. And then the defense basically stays the same. Edmondson, Petrie, then I got Romanov, Savard, Brett Kulak lays on, and then Price and Caden Primo. So that's what I did. Uh, and I let Sherratt walk in free agency, so I didn't end up keeping him. So I didn't do a whole lot. I got a center, and I got Kuznetsov because I also didn't want to be basic and go for Christian Dvorak like everyone else does. Yeah, because so, yeah, he would probably be pretty fucking solid on Montreal, yeah. man. Yeah, be exciting. He, um, he's, he's like Cockney Emmy, right? Yeah, like he's like what Cockney Emmy like, might be like. Yeah, um, so. I think Cockney Emmy might be a bit better defensively, but. Oh, yeah, yeah different players and stuff, but yeah. So. Yeah, I wonder who did you have him on the line with again? Uh, who to have Kuznetsov with? To Foley yeah. and Ca- Caulfield. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, exactly. So. Hey. Yeah. I, I wanted to trade Hoffman like really bad, but they just signed him and it makes zero sense why they yeah, signed I him totally to a three agree, deal. Man. He doesn't fit for me, but I, I wedged him in there somehow. Uh, I think he'd be okay with Suzuki and Anderson. I tried to get two fast guys who and Anderson who can go in the corners. And then Hoffman can just sit in the slot and shoot. But mm-hmm. that's what my kind of thought process was. Do I think this team will make playoffs? Probably not, but I was going for it, trying to be a wild card team. And if they make it, maybe make a run because of price. And so mm-hmm. that was my kind of thought process through it. Yeah, I like that a lot. So uh, who who wants to go next? I'll go. Uh, go for it. All right. So I made two trades. The first trade I made was with Anaheim. I traded Brett Kulak, Arturi Lekkanen, the 2022 first-round pick from Montreal, the 2022 third-round pick from Montreal, in exchange for Adam Henrique. At a retained salary, but I, w- I wasn't sure at what percentage. Uh, sorry, can you repeat Probably that Probably 50%, all of it, man. For giving up that, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the deal again? I just want to hear it one more. Brett time. Kulak, Arturi okay. Lekkinen, a 2022 first from Montreal and yep. a 2022 third from Montreal. Okay, yeah. And Is it just for Henrik? Yes, just for Henrik. Ooh, that's pretty steep, dog. 
I figured they're not really going to want to retain the salary. So I I figured I'd pay a little extra to retain it. Yeah, like at least I I feel you on that because it's like a little over five mil. So like you're retaining five million dollars over two years, right? Yeah. Two years it is? Yeah, it's two years. Or three years? Uh, Oh, actually it's the three. Yeah, it's three years. Yeah, it's three years? Okay, uh, now I'm starting to understand. You might be able to get away with that. Um Fucking Henrik, so how old is this guy? Um, I like, like him right 30. now for like a year or two. I really like him. I don't know if I would go that far out of my way to get him. Mm-hmm. You might be able to get away with a little bit less, but it's hard to say that when you're retaining two whole men. Yeah, you're retaining six. A lot. Seven. Yeah. Okay. Five. Uh, whoops. Yeah. Um, 5.825 divided by 2. 2.9 mil is what you would end up per year, which is $8.7 million. Holy shit. Yeah, you'd have to give up that much. <laughs> yeah, Jesus right. Like, just, and this is just, salary. sorry, this is just for Adam Henrik, too, right? Yes, just solely Adam Henrik. Jesus Christ. I, I, I like the creativity. I'm just trying to like comprehend it. Because if I ever saw that trade come it's up, too, I would be like the most confused person in the world. It's too much because of the first round pick, but yes. it's not because it's fucking eight million dollars. Like, yes, let's look at it as like uh, that first round pick paid for all that money. Um, which yeah, that's not that's not out of the question. I wouldn't think because uh, you could get it at like two million each year or something like that. Or two and a half, which is two, four, six, seven mil. Seven I'm, also, and a half mil. I'm also thinking so, one Henrik for Lekkonen and Kulak. And a first and third. And a third. No, no, like because like that first pick would pay for the money retained. Right. So, so Lekkonen for Henrik. And then I, you throw in Kulak and a third. I wonder maybe you don't need the third, or not, maybe that third helps need... pay for the retention because like henrik for fucking lekkonen and kulak isn't the worst it that's a that's a try to win now-ish more right especially for a team somewhat desperate you're not keeping cockney are you no that's exactly so you're desperate for a fucking so you're giving wait are you you're giving montreal's picks but you'll have yes which could also be changed to carolinas i'd probably change it to carolinas honestly because yeah, you could change it to Carolina's pick. I would pick. change no it to Carolina's man. pick. That's that's it. Maybe drop the third still. Or maybe yeah. add a fourth or something. Like just tiny. Yeah, tiny. just a It's little, interesting. Little I like but, that. In okay, if you're bringing in the first, they have to be 50% retained. Though. Yeah, like, no, the I'm salary not, retained was... Because yeah. I'm thinking of like you go and get someone else. You get Ryan Strom. I don't care if it's for one year. You get him on a one year for a first rather than Henrik not 50%. Yeah, the issue... You know what I mean? Yeah, the, issue, the issue is that you can definitely get those guys for um, that for... Yeah, you can take this pers- people and these picks and get whoever you want, yes. But you ain't getting a guy for three years Right. Two, mm. That's exactly what I'm saying. At three million dollars, we'll say at three million dollars, yes. basically. That's why I'm years. saying it has to be fifty percent retained. Though. Yeah. No, I like, like the yeah. retained was was super yeah. important. That's that. that done. Yeah. My my. I was just saying that's your argument to Anaheim saying yeah, I will exactly. walk that's away. Why. 
you 50 yeah. percent retain or else we're not doing this is exactly. basically what i start with um yeah with that i i i it's different it's very different i've never even thought about trying to get like because i remember jordan we actually we were talking about this when anaheim put him in the minors um this mm-hmm. is like holy this is like 20 podcasts ago but like <laughs> we were talking about him we're like he's not a bad player at all yeah, he's at just all. he just makes 5.8 for exactly. a third line center for like a really money. good third line center uh average second line like i i like him so him at retained is a good deal and mm-hmm. you're not actually giving up that much when you think of the grants it sounds like a lot because there's a lot of pieces yeah, and they're all recognizable pieces i think that's yeah, why exactly. it seems like a lot um, but also you're you're you are trying to shed a little bit of cap as well you know so yeah that's you are she goes which it costs a little bit to do that, even if they are like decent, decent. Yeah, players, but it's you know? only for this year, and they don't really need the cap for this year. Yeah, or well, I guess. I guess, like, unless you sign back Kulak and Lackanen. Is this the first trade, Jordan? Yeah, this is just the first one. Okay, okay, exactly, buddy. Okay, Here okay. we go. Go again. Go so on. the second trade is with Buffalo. I've traded Jake Allen, the twenty twenty two seventh round pick from Montreal and fifth round pick from Montreal for Dustin Tokarski and yes. Gergensen's 50% retained. Nice. DT. Fuck yeah, bud. Yeah, bringing back to Montreal. Back. Yeah. That's amazing. Back to Montreal. <laughs> he was so good for them, man. Oh, my God. Uh, I like it. Um, Sorry, what was the picks for Montreal? A fifth and a, a Fifth second? and a seventh a seven? from 2022. Okay. Um, Yeah. I don't. You're I don't getting Gergensen's. What's his contract, Gergensen's? Yeah, two point two for two years. So it'd be one point one. So it for, would be one point one for two years. I like that trade for him. I wonder if you maybe cool. need to add like the, the a spec of something else, like a, a prospect, like not necessarily a good prospect, but like just yeah, just a young a player. young pros a young twenty twenty one year old who was drafted in the fourth round or something something like that might get it would maybe just for the retention not that buffalo would care that much because they don't need them like it doesn't matter but they're gonna try and get a recoup something for the retention a little bit more but other than that it's yeah it's good that's all i would say if i'm buffalo i'd come back asking for a prospect yeah which Um, is obviously very manageable exactly so uh do you have any other trades no. So here's how the roster looks. All right. I have just signings after. I'll go through that after. Um, so line one is Cole Caulfield, Druin, and Nick Suzuki. Okay. Second line is Anderson, Henrique, and Toffoli. Third is Gallagher, Evans, and Hoffman. Fourth is Armia, Paquette, and Gergensens. And then Perot as the rotation, which could obviously be switched with Paquette because uh, I believe Gergensen's can play down the middle too. Yeah, he can. Mm-hmm. So nice, mm-hmm. nice. Interesting. And the yeah. D course is the same, except for Dustin Dakarski in that. No, actually. Oh, I guess you Kim lost Kramer. Kramer. Oh, so Dakarski's your AHL goalie. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. What you got? I've got. So the defense is Petrie and Edmonton, Savard and Romanov. And then I signed Sammy Vatnin for a year. Yeah, nice. I was wondering if that was going to be 
Um, and then Ben Chariot with him. And then you've got Wideman and and, and or yeah. Who yeah. that can come up. Nice, nice. Solid. That's pretty sweet. I like that. Uh, add what about, of Batman. Yeah, what about the contracts? So the contracts I did were I signed Primo to a two-year at 900K. I signed Brooke to a three at 1.1 because he's going to replace Vatna next year. Okay. I, I think you can honestly, now I think about it because Brooke hasn't really played much. Uh, you might even be able to get him at like, get him a little cheaper. Yeah. At like, do like the, um, paling deal that they did for yeah. them. Like a 900 K. Yeah, like yeah. One year, two way the next year for, for one way. Yeah. Um, sorry. Continue. Yeah. Um, Evans for a two at 1.15. So that's around what I put him at too. I put him a little less, but I think you're more on the money. Paquette for a two point or a two at one point one. Yeah, that sounds about right. Romanov for two at two point seven five. I like that as a bridge deal, showing show me more. Mm-hmm. And then Nick Suzuki for seven years at six million. Nice. 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 See, like, I want to argue that Suzuki contract, but but I don't because I I personally agree with it. It should be around six, six and a half for long, long term. But, like, I'm just waiting for Montreal fans to be like, no, he's worth nine million. He's, yeah, million. he's a tough line guy. He's a, like, yeah, it's just man. like, there's I'm, a lot of talk uh, about him being there's that guy. There's so much cool. talk around the NHL that, cool. like, we've all agreed where we're like, I think he's going to be a first line guy. I don't think he's going to be the best first-line guy, but I think he's going to be very good. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be he, like, if he plays second line, he's going to be the best second line. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I think if he played second line, he would be like one of the top second line centers. I think he probably is the best unless there's another like Mulk and Crosby scenario, dry settle McDavid, I guess, if you count yeah. it like that. But like, like I, I see him a lot like Point is, you know, like is Point the best fucking centerman in the league? Like there's a lot of other guys that do great yes. things too that you would probably put over top of point but like yeah. yeah point's amazing in the playoffs like i would call him like one of the better players in the playoffs but yeah it comes it's down tough to like if suzuki the does league and then you're like yeah like Cros- or crosby and mcdavid are probably better than you point and that sort of stuff like yes i think he can be that sort of guy but i don't know it, it is still a first line centerman you know yes he's but still a first line centerman i, I think he is He's not the greatest first line centerman, so I don't like just, especially at twenty three. Let's look, just giving him eight nine mil. Like, yes, I agree. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Off of an entry level deal, yeah, yeah. I like the six mil. Like I personally went with uh, two years for six mil on Suzuki, and then yeah. here gave him like that Braden Point bridge contract. Yeah, because like yeah, like show us what you're worth. Yeah, exactly. When I give you six million dollars, how do I feel after that? Yeah, you know? exactly. Does I, that hurt, or does that feel like I wasn't paying you enough? Like exactly. I I was yeah, because I was reading to try and figure out what his contract's gonna look like because I was really yeah, struggling was with one. it. And I could see him being cool and doing what you're what you got there, Jordan. I could see mm-hmm. him being like, yeah, I'll take fucking seven or yeah, six years or something like that for yeah, six so million. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck it. Like I'll be fucking twenty eight by then. I can make whatever more than that for four or five, six years, and like I made w- lots of money. You know. <laughs> yeah. So like I don't know. You never know. He might be cool about it. Yeah. No. I what I was just reading about it was that um, Montreal would be happy to get him long term from six to seven million is like a good deal. 
is yeah. what people are saying out there. And mm-hmm. but a lot of people think he's getting eight, which I don't. Yeah. I'm not one of those people. That's why I gave him seven on the strict basis mm-hmm. that I tried to meet in the middle. I think he's worth around six, six point two five. And everyone else thinks he's around seven to eight ish. I, yeah. I I just seven and a half to eight and a half or whatever. I picked seven for long term. Yeah. I'd be happy with paying. I'd be okay with paying Suzuki for seven million. That I'd be comfortable with that as well. Yeah. So that's the only reason I went with that. But yeah, that's dope. Um, that's all the signings you have on yours and everything. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Chase, you want to get into yours then? Uh, yeah, sure. I guess so. Hey, <laughs> a good time. Uh, okay, so man, I had a lot of trouble with uh, doing anything in the first year because in mine, I am weirdly enough keeping or matching the Cockney Emmy offer. Yeah. Um, personally, I honestly, I don't think that it'll happen. I'm kind of sold that I, I, I don't think it's gonna happen. He's gonna be a hurricane next year. Yeah, I kind of yeah, feel sold, sold on, on that. They, they stiff armed them hard. Yeah, Carolina's yeah. laughing right now, and yeah, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Speaking and of which, not, I don't know how we didn't bring that up to start the episode. Yes, Cockney yeah. Amy was offer sheet. I just realized we didn't talk about that. Yeah. Oh, we were bound to going into this. Well, yeah, for sure. Montreal. So, like, um, it's it's not that bad. They didn't fuck me too too hard by keeping them. Um, like I said, I had trouble making moves. That's the only problem here. Is what's shitty is you match this, you can't trade them for a whole year. Yep. So you're very stuck with trading one of these wingers for a centerman. And, and keep in mind that some of them you can't trade. There's Brendan Gallagher. There's no move clause. You're not trading Anderson. You're not trading Caulfield. Not trading Hoffman. It's um, going to be hard to trade. Ruin. So it's hard to like, trade. Yeah. Probably not going to happen. He wants to play happen. with the team. Like that just won't happen. Um, I have him staying around. Uh, Toffoli would be just your point leader trading him away. Why it's, would you like, do that? Just, there's just no answers at all, nope. but there is a full roster here and I have enough <laughs> money to actually do it. So all I see happening is maybe trade for somebody using one of these extra fourth round, use an extra fourth round pick on somebody random or whatever going at the trade deadline. But so basically you start off the year here with uh, Paul Byron and obviously Shea Weber on LTIR. Uh, Paul Byron won't be back till December. So starting off at like two mil in cap, 2.1 in cap, but with Byron coming back halfway through the year, that'd be all filled up. So I leave that open. So it's not such a pain in the ass because you can always throw an extra guy down and make the cap work there or just throw him in the AHL and uh, bring him in back for the playoffs, which is always plausible with Paul Byron. He's a pretty cool guy. He kind of has been doing that for them yeah, for a while. Yeah, anyway, last year, so. Yeah. Uh, so my first line, uh, uh, Drew and Suzuki and Josh Anderson playing together, which I think creates a nice uh, balanced line there. Drew and Suzuki can just kind of go nuts making offense and Anderson can do the bruising. Yeah. Um, then my second line, I've got Hoffman and Cockney together with Cole Caulfield on the right side. I do believe that shouldn't be too, too bad. Um, no, Cockney really hasn't shown too much. I do think he'll do good this year if he stays with 
Montreal, a good easy like 40 some points. But like, I think it's more how he does all around. Yeah. In this year, but you won't really have to be too defensively with the line of Hoffman and Caulfield. You guys will be basically out there to score score goals and win offensive draws and shit like that. So play on the power play. Um, Third line, I got Jake Evans centering uh, Toffoli and Gallagher, which is just fairly nasty. Um, It's weird to put Toffoli down there being the top point getter last year. But they're, he can get lots of points on the power play. Plus, they're um, gonna all play the same minutes, give or take two minutes. Uh, a yeah. Like, they're yeah, all, exactly. Hey, they're the most on the game, right? Well, this past year, they were the most balanced team in using all four lines. That for yeah. a long time, they used them for the exact same amount of time every single line in the yeah. whole game. So they're very yeah. balanced with. They'll throw any of the lines out there. So yeah, exactly. Like my fourth line is Aturi Lekkinen, Cedric Paquette, and Joel Armia. Yeah, so you're, and you're not unreal. gonna pay Lekkinen and Armia a combined of almost six million dollars just to not play. Play on ten line. minutes or something like exactly. that. You know, like they're, they they're playing play, fourth line, but they all play third line minutes at least. You they'll know? play fifteen minutes at least. Like, yeah, and that's kind of the line. point. So. So, like, yeah, uh, extras are just Perot. I got uh, Lucas Begimo there. I don't know. Who cares who that guy is? Is this going to be somebody popping in and out or possibly no one <laughs> if they want to save money or something? No touch uh, the ice when the boys get tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, then defense, it's basically all the same. Joel Edmondson, Jeff Petrie, nice duo up there. I got Savard and Sherratt together. I don't really like it. I rather see Romanov play top four minutes uh, with Sherratt or Savard. Me too. I think he can do that. Uh, and then obviously that just leaves Kulak left with whoever is actually going there. Chris I think they're just going to have to figure out what works on their bottom four yeah. men there. Uh, yeah, obviously Price and, Allen. Price and Allen. So really I did absolutely in the first year. I just couldn't, couldn't make any moves. It just seems weird. Everything's kind of stuck where it is. Um, yeah, but getting into the next year, uh, into the off season, I start making some changes because I'm assuming they didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> uh, so I got uh, Los Angeles Kings receiving Joel Armia for Austin Wagner and Blake Lazote. So nice. a couple fourth line guys. I like it. Um, Wagner is only making like 1.133 for one year here. Uh, Blake Lizot is a guy you got to sign, but I'd only signed him for like 925 or something or whatever. He needs a, wouldn't be anything too, too much more than that. If it's a mill, it's a mill. Um, and then I have the same trade, uh, kind of the same trade that, uh, Rylan made with, uh, Allen going to Pittsburgh of Allen and, uh, 2023, Sixth round pick going to Pittsburgh for defenseman prospect. Uh, used to be a third round pick, Clayton Phillips, and then a 23 third round pick. So nice. not even 2022 picks, uh, next year's picks. Uh, so that shores up Montreal's, uh, gets another defensive prospect in there. Um, probably maybe get more for Allen just by the way people talk him up, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, next trade I made 
Um, is Arturi Lekkinen going to the Columbus Blue Jackets for Gabriel Carlson? And I also gave Montreal a fourth-round pick in 2023 just because Lekkinen's a little bit more, you know who he is, sort of guy established, and you got to pay him sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, get defense on Gabriel Carlson. He looked fairly good last year. I'm sure he'll do quite swell this year. Um, nothing outstanding. I just have him making uh, like uh, actually I just have him making 925 for one year as like more of a prove it sort of contract um, yeah. instead of trying to lock him up long term. Uh, and then I get into the trade I was bound to make as uh, if you remember against in the Minnesota, yeah. Um, one GM I made, I traded Matt Dumba to the Montreal Canadiens. I uh, got a second round pick in Matt Dumba for Josh Brook. Uh, this year's 2022 first round pick from Montreal, which would be about a 12 or 14 to 16 pick. I don't see him dropping too, too far this year. They should be somewhat in the hunt. Yep. Um, and the third round pick. Good there. Yeah, yeah. So I like that a lot. Yeah, hey, so how this all turns out is I'll say the defense just because it's nice to hear Matt Dumba on it. Uh, <laughs> you keep Edmondson and Petrie together. And then Dumba and Romanov I have playing together. Wow. That, that sounds really like good. good. Uh, it sounds like that works fairly decent. They both seem like players that don't excel offensively, but are good enough that like they might complement each other quite well. And then Gabriel Carlson playing with David Savard on the bottom pair. Just Xavier all wallet or Chris Weidman or whoever they want for their seventh guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a guy. Signed Nick Suzuki, like I was saying, for six mil for two years. Uh, Drew and Suzuki and Anderson stay together uh, after, I'm assuming, a pretty dominant season. Uh, and then I keep that second line together. Actually, I end up putting Toffoli on the second line with Kotkaniemi and Caulfield. Basically, my top nine does not change. I got <laughs> to, uh, either Hoffman or Toffoli with Kotkaniemi and Caulfield or one of those two guys with Evans and Gallagher. And I just signed Evans for like 175 for like three years. And nice. my bottom line is pulling Blake Lizot and Austin Wagner. Nice. I like that fourth line. Yeah. And then you just got Price and Price and Primo as goalies. Nice, nice. Sweet. So yeah. Yeah, that's 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 mine. You got a lot of random picks, got a couple couple deep picks. Kinda just kinda throw shit away just to save a few mil here and there and help other teams because you can't really make a big trade. And yeah, don't really. I don't really want to want to because you can keep this top nine basically together, right. which I feel could be pretty potent, and is why they got where they got last year, right? So for sure, absolutely. With their everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like you know, the Druin replacement for Tatar is a good replacement. I think. I don't think that'll. Yep, for sure. Know? Just letting them go, and just need that short up that center depth and. I mean, all yeah, that's the whether thing you I didn't keep do. him or not. Yeah, I guess you didn't. Hey, like you I kept couldn't Evans. do anything other than you, you keep Cockneyemi and I what did you Evans, sign? Like, Sorry, what did you sign Cockneyemi for after that one year? 
Oh, right. I never said that. Um, I'm signing them for the uh, 3.95, 3 mil or three years because that's what I had them going for this year. Interesting. So I'm basically like saying, I'll give you what I was going to give you. Okay. I I wonder if I'm just thinking of it because I feel like he's going to get it looks like he's going to get about four and a half to 5 million for like eight years in Carolina once. Yeah. I have four and a half and right now, but like, I don't, I don't know. I don't expect too much of an amazing season. I think you'll no, feel pretty overpaid same... after that year. And you'll yes. need to take some sort of, some sort of discount after this or something. I don't know. Maybe they can come to terms to. and make something happen. It, but, realistically, no, it if he wants to, he could just say, okay, yeah. I will sign the $6 million one year again until he's 26. Yeah. And then he walks. Yeah, exactly. Free, like I do right? have him in my GM at 4.5 and it's under the cap for three years. But yeah. I was just, that was my projection of a contract. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I just try to get him for that amount. Fair if enough. I could, if I could, but yeah, no, I do have them down for 4.5. You can just so like I have $200,000 in cap space yeah. and I have Paul Byron in the fucking minors. Minors just chilling for a bit. Just chilling until playoffs. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Uh, again, we'll I mean, go I don't know if it helps ways. him, man. Like, I don't like anything we did. I don't know if this gets them into the playoffs. I really see it. That's just to, it. I with, it's up to them to do it, right? Yeah. Like, they've got the four lines to pound you into the ground, but the defense, I couldn't find a way to do much until next year when I got Dumba. Like, I had difficulty making moves and. Josh Anderson seems difficult to move, and I don't know if they'd want to trade him. They won't. Yeah, like, they don't. The want to Hoffman deal thing, just being signed. How do you get rid of him right away? And like, Bruins tough to trade. Yeah. And it's not. That's why I'm saying, like, when you match this Pockniemi offer, it ain't. It it's ain't, not it looking good. It's not looking much better than really anything else. You Which know? sucks so, like, because Pockniemi's worth more than a first and a third. Yeah. Yeah, but he's really, not. But not he's too, not too worth six mil. More. Yeah, I would yeah, definitely. Like you're really leaning on him when you match yes. this. You yes, match you this, are. you lean hard on Cockney Like if you don't, like at least you have lots of shit you can deal with to fill shit in, and maybe yeah. even save yourself some money. Yeah, no. Like looking at it more, giving it a couple days to look at the offer sheet. Carolina geniuses. <laughs> Like, yeah, at, man. like at first well, I was like, offer sheet somebody you're fucking do it right. Cause like, exactly. I don't understand why they did what they did for Aho. Oh, like, they why gave him a deal. Offer sheet him something that was like a regular fucking deal that you would work out. Yeah. Like that's not what you would work out. That's probably what they would have figured out. It wouldn't have been Im- super front loaded and stuff like that. That was the only, that's probably the yeah. only thing that would have been different. Exactly. Like, I, don't, I don't understand. Like if you're going to offer sheet a guy, like they didn't even go to the max of no. that like compensation area no which is crazy like, you go to the max of the compensation area yes. like that's the whole point is that like you'll only give up this much but like you're paying them that much and that'll fuck the other it's team it's supposed to look like a, a bit of an overpayment yeah like i think because that's what it takes like i think them. it's 10 million over 10 million like a little bit over 10 million is when you actually have to give up the first yeah the four first round picks but at like eight or seven to like that 10 or something like that. Like I'm pretty sure it's just two firsts and a third or something like that. Yeah. It's uh, well it's yeah. It's a first and a second and a third. I think it goes something like that. No, two firsts, two firsts. You're right. 
Yeah, so I think like, it's two firsts, a second, and a third for that. Yeah, I, I'd have to actually, Google it, but yeah, and they like actually put the yeah they did this right. It was so perfect. Like, yeah, but like six million dollars is too much technically for him. Like, but they're, you, you they got you're it. overpaying for him. You were never overpaying for Sebastian Aho, you know. And the best like, part is, it's a one year, and they already have a deal set for him to be signed next year. Like once mm-hmm. the once this deadline hits, or when you can like sign to an extension it's he's gonna sign a eight year five million dollars type deal is what he's gonna get he's gonna be a little bit overpaid but he's gonna grow into it better and i Mm -hmm. it's just so smart with carolina at first i was like carolina fleeced montreal montreal screwed then i was leaning toward montreal's like oh well they'll get a first and stuff from like why would you take that but then i started thinking about i was like if they weren't have to done this and you were to trade him, I bet you could have got more for Cockney. I mean, that first and third. <laughs> like, really yeah, do, exactly. So. Hey. It's really yeah, tough. No, he's, like that later first and a third is just, yeah, it's not it's much, not, man. not good not enough. Much. I'd like, say like a gamble first and then like an early second. Yeah. It's, right. yeah, it's, I, yeah, I think they could definitely get, yeah, I know what you mean by like a, a bubble. Team yeah, like more of a wild card, right? Team, like yes. they could be a lower uh, lottery pick, but they could also make it to the playoffs for sure. A New York Rangers. Exactly. Type. That type Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. yeah. You could get like the 12th pick, which could also jump up, but like you could also end up with just another. You could also be Montreal, be 18th, make the playoffs, play exactly. Stanley Cup then... final and be pick number th- pick number exactly. 30. But exactly. right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I love this offshoot. This is hilarious. Fuck you, Ber- Burger Van. Um, that's all I have to say. Yeah, man. So... Yeah, like it's it's clearly a better option for my in my eyes to fucking let him go like it's i agree it's gonna you can, hurt you can do more flexibility wise and you need you the cap flexibility. Your team a little bit See, better like i don't know it's funny kind of tough. It's funniest tough to thing say. to say is they don't sign mike hoffman and i say maybe you match it i think that's one they're one contract oh, yeah. too many like they're 100%. that's it like they signed one too many players so yeah but like um, I said, you can you can make it work. It's not too yes, bad. I ended can. up trading for Dumba. You ended up with the same fucking forwards. You lost Lekkinen. You lost Armia. Whoop de doo. You don't have Allen. I guess isn't the worst. I might be able to make something work with that. Like maybe but he's, buy out even Paul if, Byron or maybe what, a trade Paul Byron away and keep Allen and that sort of stuff. Like I can I can give you the same team with Matt Dumba and no yeah. shit instead of Chirot. So. But no with the goaltending, it didn't make bad. a big difference, anyways, because of Caden Primu. Like he's coming up and supposed yeah, to be exactly. pretty good. Okay, like so he's got to play in the NHL price somewhere. anyways. Yeah, so. exactly. Price is your main guy, unless you're trading yeah. him. So, which uh, good luck. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Good luck. Unless you're fifty percent retaining it, I uh, don't think a lot of teams. Or trading it. him for somebody else on a ten. Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky for price, straight up. That's that's my mock trade today, boys. Great ever. What do you guys think, Bobrovsky for price, straight up? Yeah. But Florida retains a million dollars. The other thought is that, like Jesus, man, like Cockney is like for what they put into this guy, drafted him and everything. Like it's really mm-hmm. hard to take this compensation. Yes, it is. They really yeah, developed him, and this is a pick that they made 
third overall that was supposed he was supposed to be drafted in the tens so this was a big risk of a pick and he's actually turning out to look pretty good so it really sucks that they developed him and he is probably gonna leave yeah yeah but, no if carolina gets gets him that's that'd be just they're gonna be man. so good so much him and Aho. like clearly Aho and fucking Kakiyami want to play together. Seems like it. That's the common denominator is those two yeah. guys. So those guys will play together at some point <laughs> in their career. Uh, they'll make it happen. We'll yeah. have to accept a few more offer sheets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we get into our breakout player and our mock trades? uh what would you guys like to do first um i'll do the mock trade quick you do the mock? because okay, we were talking about cockney emmy uh so basically if carolina uh gets this cockney emmy i just see them trading jake gardner to la for Oli matta and whatever fucking whatever la wants to make that work i give them a fucking pick or whatever right. the hell um just to save money you save a decent amount of money just and taking the extra matter year. on and like you can throw them in the miners or buy them out and you have enough money for a cockney emmy so that's my mock that, trade yeah just to help the cockney emmy stuff um yeah yeah because like technically in a sense yeah like the only reason montreal doesn't have to do anything is because they can have byron on ltir for the first bit but yeah uh carolina would have to most likely do something yeah, like trade um, gardener or something like that. that and they're that, hunting hard right now to get rid of them. So LA's uh, my spot for them. To make that Maybe go they can through, straight, straight up shed them. I don't know. Yeah, for like for other. that trade to go through, I would probably say Mata and a third for Gardner yeah. because like two years at what is it four point two. 4.1? It's like 4.025 or something okay. dumb. So 4 mil. 4.2. Yeah. 4 million for four a mil. guy who's bare, a fringe NHL player for two years. It's not great. So you're going to want a third or a second for him. It depends on how hard LA want to go, like, want to spend their money in the next couple of years. I would years. say LA would be getting like a third or a second round pick easy out of this. Maybe even at least a second round yeah. pick. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I meant. Like, Sorry, you're I said somebody who's all right, and uh, you're getting back something that's just as valuable in a sense with Mata, but cheaper. So, like, yeah, I feel like yes. you have to give them at least Sorry, a second I... and Gardner to get to and take Mata back. Yeah, I, I, I think I messed that up. I meant Carolina has to give up yeah. a third for him because Gardner's contract's too big. Yeah. Um, not LA give a contract. Arc, uh, I'm not sure how interested it. LA would be. Just That's just the in- picks and prospects and stuff like that that they don't really need anything else. And Carolina wouldn't give up like a second this year; they would give up a second next year. Maybe you have to go. So it all to depends on who would another... actually want to do that sort of shit. But you just have Gardner yeah, no. moving on. But Gardner, I think you might go to LA just to fair enough. Just for an Oli Mata swap, I think that works out in the end. But yeah, it right. could be like anybody. Probably be some random bottom team. So, uh, yeah. Um, well, I'll do my my mock trade now too. I like that one. It makes it just it makes sense. The Gardner moving on. He's never really been a fit since they signed him, anyways. So, um, mm-hmm. my mock trade. I if you guys remember from last week, I did one based around Tarasenko going to the Islanders. 
Um, this sucked. I'm going to tell you this right now. This I hated this, so I'm not doing this again. <laughs> I'm not trading for Tarasenko again. He is the worst type of player to trade for right now because I don't know any of his value. So to get this done, I feel like I did okay considering what I had. I have the Islanders getting... It's a three-way trade with uh, Anaheim. So I have the Islanders getting Tarasenko, 50% retained, and the Anaheim Ducks retaining that salary. I have St. Louis getting Hampus Lindholm from Anaheim. Uh, No retained salary or anything. Then I have Anaheim getting uh, Leo Komarov, Steven Santini, Otto Koivula, a 2022 first-round pick from the Islanders, and a 2022 first-round pick from St. Louis that's top two protected. Yeah, we were talking about this deal. Yeah. It's not it's not bad, man. It's like, not bad. I, I really um, like uh, how, it, how it swaps out. Like, when you're talking St. Louis is giving up Sanko and getting uh, – And a first. So they're losing 7.5 mil. And they're getting five mil back out of uh, yep. Lindholm. They're giving up a first round pick for Lindholm and, was, was it, and Sanko. Was out. it? And the fact that Sanko's out. Yes. Which isn't crazy value. I feel like yeah, maybe they could squeeze out a little bit more, but it's maybe it, it's get a prospect from the out. Islanders. Yeah, like maybe what's coming in and out. Maybe a fourth round pick back to them or something well, it's or just third, the first but... is i don't know i know i think they should maybe pay up a wee bit more if anything oh you think they should pay more st louis for i guess yeah because like on. you're losing a seven million dollar guy you're getting somebody else to retain his contract um true usually it's not the i guess usually a, i think it's not the guy that's receiving that usually pays for the retention too much it's usually the guy that signed the contract yeah, that's so, where I was thinking with the Islanders having to give up a prospect and a first for yeah, the retention. Yeah, so, and they're also giving up Komarov, who it's mm-hmm. only one year, so it's not the end of the world. Like It's not like a big yeah. trade. So, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about it now. I would say the Islanders have to look at it as I'm getting Sanko at this much money. Well, that's why and I thought about St. Louis Bauer. has to look at it as like we're getting somebody else to retain half of a contract so we can get campus Lindholm right so but like I was saying it's it's a good it, it works base. out like as the circle the circle goes around you know yeah like it, well at first I was gonna give them connects. Bellos I was gonna give him Kiefer Bellos instead of Koivula because he's better because mm-hmm. I know the Islanders get a hell of a good deal here they get uh Tarasenko 50% retain and Komarov off the books for a year yeah. that's a lot so that's yeah. why I originally had him but then I thought it was too much um, but maybe it ends up having to be that, and then yeah, maybe uh, yeah, and like they're just Louis. giving up uh, a first and Koivula, which is not really too too. Yeah, and maybe St. Louis too, too I, bad, I, and Komarov uh, like Komarov has some has some sort of uh, value to him. So yeah, so yeah, that's the basis of it. It by the but doing it for Tanko sucked. Like it was so hard to actually make this like try and work. So I tried to make it interesting beneficial for all teams islanders get sanko st louis gets lindholm a, a upgrade on their defense and anaheim gets two first round picks when they're trying to rebuild so 
they're weaponizing their cap space as best way they can while getting picks out of it. That's where I tried to. Yeah, I like it balance. a lot. It's, it's definitely a tough trade, though, for it sure. It sucked. I hate like, it. You can see why it happened. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, it's impossible because nobody values Sanko, but his money has to go somewhere, and St. Louis ain't taking all, half of it, and the Islanders can't afford to take all of it. So uh, I tried. <laughs> so, Jordan, do you want to do your mock trade now? Yeah. So I've got the Leafs trading for Christian Dvorak. Holy shit. Yeah, so the Leafs send Pierre Engvall, Sandine, and a, a conditional second, and the condition is if they win the cup, it becomes their first. Ooh. For Dvorak. Holy oh, shit. Wow. This is big. Um, uh, Sandine seems like a lot, hey? Like, I don't... I like Dvorak. I figure it's got to be one of Sandine or Lilligren, right? And Lilligren doesn't seem like enough. Like, that's such a tough place to be. My only concern with it is Leafs do this. They give up Sandine for Dvorak. Morgan Riley's going to walk because they don't have... They gave Morgan Riley's money to Dvorak. That's the only reason I'm like... I'm trying to think of the long game, not just the initial trade. Mm-hmm. Morgan Riley is question is is he gonna walk either way? If he's mm-hmm. gonna walk either way, you're losing two defensemen to get another forward, and you're back at square one with the Leafs where they don't have a good enough defense, but their forwards are good. I love Devorah to the Leafs. That like makes a like for their forwards, it makes yeah, sense. If they had money. If they had money, I, I would agree. I say yes, do this. Yep. If they were paying Marner down more around the like nine million dollars, and they're paying Matthews, like I guess or Matthews just John Tavares not John <laughs> or John Tavares down to like nine million, like something. Like, <laughs> if they were able to drop, like pull in the extra like four million dollars yeah, in cap space, million. five million, yeah. I would say yes, because they're able to lose Sandin because Riley stays, but because of this deal, Riley wouldn't be able to stay. Yeah. That's my only concern, but mm-hmm. and I don't. If you're adding Sandine, you don't need a second. I don't think. Fair enough. That's it. I think Sandine is pretty highly touted by a mm-hmm. lot of teams. Most definitely by Leafs, fans. but definitely by Leafs. I know that. <laughs> I think a lot of teams value him pretty high. Don't they compare him to like Lidstrom or something? No, he's not going to be Lidstrom at all. <laughs> Nothing. No, like I'm Lidstrom. saying. <laughs> I don't that. even know who they compare him to. Um. Sorry, what can you say the whole trade again? I just wanna So it's Pierre Engvall. Yeah, I love that. And then Sandine and yep. then the conditional second, which yeah. turns into a first if the Leafs win the cup. Honestly, I feel like you could just go with Engvall and Sandine for straight up for Dvorak. Yeah. Pretty good. Um they, I don't think they, they have any room pick, to do though. it would be the thing. But yeah, that too. I don't know about cap space. They'd have to give up. Make it work. Like obviously, you'd have to do something else. But like, I like getting Dvorak on this team. Appeals that that makes sense. That makes sense. Holy shit! That's why I'm saying. Like, if you can keep Riley and make that trade, then I think you've done awesome. Well, what if you added like Kerfoot to a different trade? Like that could work. I thought about that, but the problem is, if you get rid of Kerfoot, their left sided depth is just not there. 
It's already not there. Well, I know, but like it's even worse then, right? Like, well, maybe maybe Michael Bunting will score fifty, like they think. <laughs> okay, he'll I, I play know. good. He'll play good. I, I like, he'll play I like all right, their... but he's yeah, not scoring. Maybe like at least the cup then too, huh? Oh. I like their solutions at left wing this year. I do. It's just you can't bank on them for sure it's probably going to be a committee left wing like three yes. different guys getting it done instead of it's going to be richie Kashe, like, bunting and could be and uh, kerfoot too, and like, robertson like those five guys yeah, are gonna yeah. be in there yeah who yeah. knows who's actually if anybody can stick up there with those guys yeah it's it's literally just the money like if they could make yeah. the money work pff, i'm not i'm not against that trade because if you can play christian dvorak as even your second line center and either move Tavares to the wing. Like, cause that's what he's going to eventually do. Tavares will be a winger once he can't skate as well. Um, like probably in the last two years, last year of his contract, he'll probably play wing on the top six. Oh, I don't. Yeah. It's just the money. That's the worrisome for me. It's all. Mm-hmm. Cause they're kind of fucked. Yeah, leave <laughs> screwed themselves so bad. So contracts. So yeah, um, yeah. I like I like Dvorak there. So uh, well, let's get into the breakout players um right now since we did our mocks. I have one that I'm I like, but I can't remember if Jordan's already said it on the podcast. So if I if you have, I'm gonna say another one. Yeah. But if you haven't, then I'm taking this one. <laughs> I have Anton Lundell in Florida. I think he's going to be an elite third-line center this year. You didn't say him on the pod? Okay, I heard someone say it recently, but I couldn't remember if we said it on here yet. So I'll talk about him this week. I think Anton Lundell is going to be perfect for this Florida team. I think he's going to jump in and that third, fourth line, uh, play some really solid minutes and I think he's going to be underrated. I shouldn't say underratedly defensive because he's already known as a very good defensive center. But I think he's going to play well into that role in the NHL and take off a little bit of the struggles um, defensively. I think he can like do defensive zone draws eventually or maybe be on the PK for them. Like I don't think he's going to score a ton of points, but I think he's going to just shore up that third line, be a really consistent center for them. Um, so that's why I went with Anton Lundell. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, man, yeah. he's going to be a beauty. He's going to be sick. So, uh, who wants to go next? Uh, Chase, do you want to do yours? Yeah, sure. Um, I don't think anybody's said this. I'm sure we've talked him up quite a bit, but, uh, old Martin Natchez. Martin Natchez. Yeah, I've talked. I, I haven't talked too. about him, but I know we have talked about him on the podcast and he's dope. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's, yeah, man. I just I can't get enough. He's just unreal fast and just I, it's just mind blowing what he Great did last passer. year. Was fucking, like just slotted in. He was playing number one center for this team. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. He um, is a I don't really elite playmaker. He, yeah, like I don't see anything dipping too far off. He he got forty one out of fifty three last year, so forty one wow. points ain't too bad. It's crazy. Um, it's like I do see him getting an easy pace. set. Yeah, I see him getting 70, even close yeah. to 80, just because of how I think Aho and the guys around him, like he was just going to be playing with great players. Um, this, yeah, this top six in Carolina is pretty unreal. So, yes, it is. Uh, if I'm going to pump up their team, I'm going to 
pump up Nekas because I gotta gotta believe in him if I think this uh team's gonna be great. That's for sure. For sure. Um Jordan. I went for a young defenseman. I went for Kalen Addison. Love it. Yeah, I'm I a big fan that. of his game. I so I really love the fact that he's he's competitive and he's so smart, right? Like yes. he's obviously great at what he does offensively at moving the puck, but he's not a liability defensively, and that's so huge. He's I think every single time he's been getting like a promotion in terms of play, like cuz he went on from the world junior squad and he excelled on that team too exactly he got a few games i think three with uh the nhl team like he every time he's got that next step he's been exceptional so i think it's only a matter of time before he shows himself up in that wild defense yeah absolutely yeah 22 points in 31 ahl games last year is not too bad Mm -hmm. um yeah that'd be exciting to see him this year he's gonna be I don't. I wonder if he'll play this year. Is my only concern with he'll him. He'll definitely get some. He'll games get games, in, but, I don't, but I don't know if I'm he'll play all year. Yeah, but it would be pretty awesome. It's not like he wouldn't be able to, because yeah, like you oh, said, he's, he's got mad skill. Like he does. Fast yeah, he's like but, a the new age D man. He's like a Latang or something or yes, whatever. He, I, he is. He's a lot like Latang. Um. Yeah, I know a lot about him. Pittsburgh draft him second overall, or second round. Sorry. Um. He has been just like Jordan said. He's impressed at everything he's done. Exactly. The he's, world he's juniors. Every challenge that he's been that he's, he's been uh, given. Exactly. Um, he's a bit undersized. He's five ten. He's so he's pretty small, but he's five eleven, like, I believe. Uh, it says here five ten on mine. But yeah, doesn't matter. It's whatever. They all lie about their, Only like, their hair. Yeah, they they all lie about their heights, anyways, on these things. So it doesn't matter. Um, he's super fast, though. Yeah, Super a bit good. undersized, but like you said, he's so fast and he's smart, which yeah. keeps him in good positions. Um, he's going to be a future quarterback on the power play, um, mm-hmm. power play specialist. I really do think so he's going to got him good. playing with uh, Kulikov on the bottom pair this year? I don't know if he'll definitely like stay, like you said, but I do see him getting a lot more game time. I think that they they definitely like what they've seen from him. Yeah. yeah, okay, like I would not be surprised if he pulled off 40 games just because Oh, exactly. I was going to say like, like that. Somebody goes out for a few games or something, somebody gets hurt for like a week or two, like you got Goligoski, so that'll happen. Or maybe <laughs> they trade. Maybe and someone like that just plays a little traded, bit. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, could All he needs is the opportunity and you might not be able to take him out, you know. Yeah, exactly. Halfway through or something. And there's always one or two guys in every season that we don't expect to make it out of camp, but they just have that good of a camp that you can't say no. Like he, he definitely could be one of those guys. There's so many. Could be people. a Ty Smith story here, kind of. Yeah, or a Nils Hoglander too. Like mm-hmm. those guys, just they were expected to be in the NHL in like two, three years from then, and they would make it. Yeah, <laughs> it's the team, just that, so. I think it's just that competitiveness, yeah. right? Like, that will to just challenge and, and take every challenge that they've been given and just go above and beyond it. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, uh, anyways, that that's our breakout players. Uh, we got one more segment. Uh, the top six, top five, top six forward forwards in the NHL. Jeez. That is a mouthful. 
Um, <laughs> I, I don't okay, know. I, no, I don't know how to word that, and I'm like, my brain feels like it's in a blender right now. Yeah, uh, so start speaking another accent. I might have to call for it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so basically it's just the top six uh, forwards on a team. So like there kinda, we go. Uh, we're kind of looking at like the you're looking at like the top six two lines kind of throw in like I know a lot of third uh, teams have that other guy that's pretty damn good. So I looked at stats with like the top six forwards that got points on the team last year and stuff like that and kind of went off of like more your highest impact players. For your top six um just uh just because like there's teams like fucking philadelphia that plays like fucking Giroux or something on the fourth third line and like stuff like that this guy gets like 70 80 points because he plays on the power play and stuff like that or whatever yes. so you kind of have to pull those guys up and act like they're in your top six and whatnot um so yeah that's just kind of how how that all goes i fucking went nuts on this one kind of like i did <laughs> last time there um just to i guess i'll go through like some stats from last year just before we kick this off how's that sound you okay with that or what yeah yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. go for it um well last year uh colorado got the most points so they were first in the league out of their top six forwards not surprising yeah and on an 82 game in 82 games they would have got like 423 points holy fuck yeah hey that's like 60 some fucking points per person a lot of points fucking retarded um and then uh toronto at number two with 420 edmonton at number three with 417 and winnipeg was in number four fourth in the fucking league with top six point getters is unreal um especially with the fact that their defense was like second last in the league in point production uh boston hitting and hitting fifth and vegas right behind them um rangers carolina pittsburgh florida round out the top 10 of production out of your top six um weirdly enough tampa bay 16th last year but i guess not weirdly enough because no cooch hey? yeah there's no cooch so, they lose uh like 90 points right there yeah so. yeah so like say their sixth guy got 40 points um they got 332 projected in 82 games last year so you give change that 40 into what does cooch get like 110 120 <laughs> Seems like, like that's it. like yeah, fuck that another 80 it. points hey. so you add 80 points to 332 and that's first basically in the league with yeah. like 410 or something like that so that puts them right up in the top five there so um and uh the only teams that were under the or in the bottom half of the league that made the playoffs for uh top six production was minnesota at like seven or 18th new york at 19th on uh, montreal at 23rd so like kind of the obvious guys like you know yeah minnesota wasn't too potent it was basically caprisov yeah um Fiala a little <laughs> bit yeah islander is not getting crazy points montreal not getting crazy points um new york rangers were the best offensively that didn't make the playoffs they were in seventh so yeah. that's pretty pretty unreal i believe that <laughs> yeah and i don't see them doing too much 
worse this year, that's for sure. Um, yeah, worst teams. Okay, so I thought the fucking Wings were bad two years ago. Oh, boy. <laughs> Offensively, we were way worse last year. Like, fucking terrible. Like, we had, in what was it actually, in regular fucking, 129 points is what we got out of our top six fucking players. <laughs> and that was adding Mantha and... Verana together because they were technically one player for us last year. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, dude, like that's 129. Bad. That's like 188 and an 82 game projection. It's under Anaheim, under Buffalo. Like fucking Buffalo's fifth highest scoring forward is fucking Eichel. Like, <laughs> that's uh, like that's 20 bad. Games. Like that's so bad. Games, man. That's so bad. <laughs> And we still fucking like last, hey? Like last 2019 to 2020 in Detroit, we had 247 points out of our fucking top uh, six players. This year we had 188. Jesus. So like we may not have scored more goals this year, but like, man, we looked way better, like way better. Defensively, when you had shape. When you look at it, yeah, our defense was like way fucking better. Like we let it. So many goals that <laughs> yeah. year before. It was like 300 fucking. Oh, it was. Didn't you break a record really for most goals? One of yeah, them, goals like again in cap was, era or something like that or something stupid. Oh, it was it was bad, but yeah, we were <laughs> way way better defensively last year. So yes. that's that's the that's the difference. We may not have scored, but we actually fucking protected our own zone. But yeah, so those are your real shit teams. Anaheim and Detroit were just terrible, and Buffalo just absolutely nothing out of these guys. Um, I don't yeah, know what else sure. did I ha- what else did I have that I wanted to know before we kick this off. Um, oh yeah, the what the <laughs> Alex Chase on is the sixth fucking highest scoring point uh, getter on Edmonton last year with like sixteen points or something like that, <laughs> and Edmonton's in fucking third. That's because Connor McDavid like, <laughs> was a cheat code like, last year. Like, that's how good he was last year. Know what Connor McDavid was like? When you get the, <laughs> when you get the like, rainbow star in Mario. Yeah, exactly. And he just can't be stopped. Like, that was him all year last year. So, no shit, they're in top three. Yeah, yeah. He counts because... for, like, literally his one winger. That's why they can yeah, play like... with a bad winger. Like, that doesn't even make sense. It goes from McDavid first on his team, 105, to six on the team of forwards, to 16. That's the <laughs> biggest the gap in points I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, that's insane. That's so bad. That is, that is insane. That is insane. You would think Chason was playing third line based on just his point total. At best, mm-hmm. third line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that's my random fucking stats for what I figured out last year. Like, holy shit. Yeah. You did a lot stuff. of lots and lots of extra stats. Oh, yeah. I'll bring up, I'll so bring up a lot of Do you want to kick it off then, Chase? Because you got like. We're a, sure. I guarantee you, Jordan and I are a lot more like of, yeah, an, okay. of, an, of an eye test and like just believing in what we know in each player than actual mm-hmm. fancy mm-hmm. stats so yes okay so i'll try to go like i did what i kind of did with uh the defense so i created a top six grade of the teams like their lines or whatever gave them like a b and b and all that sort of shit i have their 
top six or their average points um, that I have projected, their minimum points projected and their maximum points projected. And then I had like a kind of like an impact player defensive stats. So just like random, random stats that you don't really see too much, um, like CF percentage and relative CF percentage and FF percentage relative and takeaways uh, above 49% faceoff percentage. Trying to trying to find guys in the top hundred that were, you know, actually in this list and on these teams and stuff like that. Because uh, like teams like Boston, Colorado, Dallas, Florida, Philly, Calgary, Vegas, Edmonton, like they they have they just have so many people in the top 100 of these random stats, man. Like they're just yeah. these guys are you notice them when they're on the ice, you know? Yes. So uh, just trying to get every sort of waiver of impact. So I was doing a lot of averaging on that sort of stuff and you do all that but you got to end up just looking at it and see how you feel projection wise and my number one team of the forward top six group is the edmonton oilers no reaction no no reaction. no no you're you're lying <laughs> i i, yeah, I I like every fucking I had a mild person. cardiac arrest for a second. Yeah, Jesus I was Christ. I was like, oh lord, I didn't even put them in my top five. <laughs> yep, exactly, man. Like they are so in my it's average of points, they're, they're yeah, like in their average of points, they're fucking not great. They're in like seventh. They have like three hundred and eighty-five points average. <laughs> for what I have them projected to get. And it's just, they've gotten 420 every fucking year the last two years without anybody on the play. Like I said, Chase Arm was the sixth fucking point scorer. Um, these guys actually added real fucking players. They stole Zach Hyman, which one already puts me above uh, Toronto. I completely <laughs> kicked Toronto out of my top five because I'm unsure about their left wing situation. And like we were saying earlier, yes. that could fucking flip flop all day. Yes. And your five and six guys, how impactful were they? Um, they are not going to be as impactful as the guys that Edmonton has. Like they just, with Nuge being able, like this finally gets the load off of Nuge. Like we're going to see Nuge at his maximum here. I don't have this projected in my projections at all, but like there's somebody on this team's going to get a point per game. And it's not going to be McDavid and Dreisaitl. <laughs> well, I was about to say it's going to be. It's got to happen. It's going to happen. It's happen, right? It's got to have somebody has to do it. It might it might not be this year. It'd be cool, but the guy that's it's going to be is going to be Nuge because he's fucking ready to fly. Watch Hyman get a, Watch Hyman to. get eighty two points, just like feed well, McDavid. Like, yeah, product of your environment, man. Like I like when you can have what I like to see is I'd honestly like to see Nuge more near the bottom doing the depth role. And he wouldn't end up getting that. I have him projected at 50 to 70 just because I don't feel he's going to stick in the top six because his team's just Yo. light years better well, when they I, have him in the third line. But do you need to do that during the regular season? I don't think so. So I think I like having Nuge up there with – like I'd love to see Nuge, McDee, and Hyman. Like God, would that be insane. That would be good. But it's just you got to protect your third line. Your third line is going to basically have Ryan McLeod centering it or yeah. maybe Derek Ryan or something like I think you got to put Nuge down there. Right. Because um, Fogel's just not enough. He's too young to handle that. So I like Fogel, Dreisaitl, and like maybe Pugliarvi or Yamamoto. It'll be Yamamoto. Yeah. And then uh, Pugliarvi with McD and Hyman or something like that. Mm -hmm. like you can get Nuge up there, but fuck, man. 
it's just you like i said you have that extra guy like there's you're not missing out on production out of these guys you know like if somebody's not at all stepping up in yamamoto or poliarvi you can throw fogo in there and he's gonna do he's gonna do a solid amount he's not terrible he can get a he can get a half a point per game for you at his at his best best for sure but right um they they're third in my max projections like i'll put it this way so if every if they get uh if they get the minimum amount of points that i have projected for everybody other than mcdavid and dry they'll still get like 420 points which is what they've done last year and the year before that right so i think it's balanced i love the balance i love having hyman i love having fogel i love having nuge to complement however you're going to set out these lines and i think it's just going to be too hard to handle and the fact that mcdavid can be can create this team to be a third in the league point getting out of his top six, just basically by himself. Like I think he's got the right guys around him. And when we're looking at just a top six, this is fucking, this is as good as it gets. I think as long as like, you know, like I don't even think Yami and Pugliarvi have to do too great, but I think it's going to be hard not to get 50 points for him. You know, like it's, yeah. you, you just got too much around you. And with the addition of Hyman and, and Fogel, I think that just, Oh, I I love it. I fell fell in love with it. I thought about it a while ago, and I really do like the additions. This, like I said, they made the flip to go more offensive, and they've created a great top six. So I'm gonna give them a check mark on that being a great top six. Um, oh, you really are a Ken Holland fan. <laughs> uh, that doesn't mean I like the contracts and everything uh... and all that world, but as a team and looking at it right now and how I feel they're going to do, I think this is a real great top six, but so that's your that number one team in the NHL top six. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Hey, <laughs> I know it's a little ridiculous, okay. especially with Yamamoto and pull Yarvi kind of in there and full little bit. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh is my number two. Nice. <laughs> um, reason more or less being is that at their max, I have them getting the most points at their best. They can get the most points in the league. Um, they only have one guy on their top in their top six that I think could get the least of at the least 40 points. And that's Zucker. So like, I'm sure he'll easily get 40 points. Yeah. You have five guys that can get like probably 70 or at least Kapanen might get close to 70. Um, if he plays all and they year. got three guys that can get fucking a point per game and Gensel Crosby and Malkin. Like when these guys are healthy, like this is like it's. I know we've been saying it for fucking probably ten years straight, but like this, these guys are so fucking good, you know. Like um, Crosby, Malkin were in the top five forwards in the league for probably mm -hmm. seven, eight straight years. So when you have on the same team, makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And that's the that's the other thing. Exactly, got two unreal centermen, um, which is another big factor to why I put. Uh, Edmonton, Edmonton up there as well uh, but Pittsburgh last year they were like and I counted out of their top six players I didn't count the guy that filled in for fucking uh, Malkin while he was gone for his 20-30 games this oh, year yeah. they were in ninth last year in points four out of their top six forwards Yeah, and they didn't even have Malkin for half of that time almost mm, No. and who More else wasn't that. doing great you know everyone like, was hurt <laughs> exactly it everyone was, was hurt 
Everyone got hurt for at least 10 games, I'm pretty sure, on the Penguins. I think there's maybe yeah. five five Penguins, and that's including yeah. defense and forwards that didn't yeah. get injured all year. Yeah, so. and, and out of that, you still ended up ninth in the league in top six fucking production. Told you, With man. 366, you know? Like, Best that's, cycle that's in the NHL. That's going to be easy to beat that. <laughs> you know, that's, that, that's going to be easy to beat, you know? So... Um, hopefully <laughs> as long as they're fucking healthy obviously like the x factor is clearly the second line in the health you know yes. of the second line that's just as simple as that um, True. Like, rusting Gensel take... will be healthy all year crosby should be good for 80 percent of the year uh malkin's a question mark always Kapanen, all his injuries were freak things like a puck in the ankle off yeah, along the yeah. boards like shit like that uh zucker will get hurt <laughs> yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, and the other the other big thing for me is that at their minimum I have Pittsburgh being the best team in the league. Like if they all do the shittiest and Malkin mm-hmm. and Crosby get like eighty points or something and everybody else gets ten points less than you'd think they would or whatever. Hey. They're like, still the best. They're still like the best production wise. And how do you hate on this Crosby, team that's a great it's a great six group like yes. zucker kapanen are not too bad those are your worst fucking guys out of your top six like it's and it's and, real potent they're two-way guys rusty gensel crosby like what a gross line like they may not be marshan bergeron and pasta epic but they're fucking they're 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 good they're just they're just as epic in a sense yeah. it's just not that point epic you know like those guys are just fire and can I can I add too that line. this team was created by Jim Rutherford? So fuck all you that think he's a shitty GM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's exactly. made some questionable moves as is every yeah. GM, but he's not as I'm bad also, as it seems. Clearly, I'm also pumping Pittsburgh's tires because I haven't really been, and I feel like things are gonna go a lot better than they have been there's always been just something in the way it's i sure as fuck hope so i'm so sick of disappointment in the first round i feel like i feel like a capitals fan sorry jordan um (laughs) like past couple years i have um i'm used to at least winning one round (laughs) no doubt no doubt Uh, um so number three i got the boston bruins love it Uh, um they are like number one in everything like technically <laughs> i should have them ranked number one because yeah. there's like not a thing they weren't fucking good in they're have like the best average they're like second and max they're like yeah second or third and fucking minimum projections too and like absolutely everything the impact players are fucking first in impact players because everybody on their team's insanely good like they do all the things, every little thing. They're Bergeron's top of those, like every fucking random stat you could ever think of. Fucking ridiculous. Yes, yes. Um, the reason I didn't put them first is because I don't love Coyle and Smith. And that's really it. Like I don't, I just don't love them. I think they can be as fine as top and... sixes. They're not great. Yeah, exactly. Hey, but third liners. Oh, if if it's just mm-hmm. Smith on that top six as your sixth forward, I'm comfortable with it because he scores yeah, a lot five on five. Bad. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, Coil too. No, I'm not okay with that. You need a center. You need a second line center yeah, in the team. Yeah. Uh, came back, and I think he put them number one. As crazy as that sounds. No, I know. Yeah. I absolutely agree. <laughs> yeah, like Coil definitely fills out the defensive end of it. But yeah, yes, offensively, but offensively, that's the real question. Taylor like, Hall might struggle. Pretty, 
pretty decent production for a guy who's been playing third line. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and getting the minutes and the opportunity. I think he'll easily get 40, 50. So well, it's Boston. maybe it's they the only 60, seem... you know? Yeah, it's Boston. But... Knowing them, he'll fucking do amazing like everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Hey, like he's, Stupid. he's had quite a bit of time to be ready for something like this. So yeah, maybe, um... maybe we're underestimating him because yeah. everyone did with pasta and look at him now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, they were fifth last year in fucking points. Uh, that's always good. Right under, right behind Winnipeg. I have them at a minimum. Like if Pass and Marchand got like eighty points, they would get like three hundred and seventy, which is a little under what they got last year. But we all know that's probably not going to happen. Yes. So like an easy, I think they're easily projected to do the same sort of thing uh stats wise even with the loss of Krejci so the only issue here is kind of like making sure for them is their bottom six hopefully their bottom six can produce a little bit more than it has in the past but their top six really has not gotten much worse like I would probably have put them first hey last year but this year don't have the solid that much of trust in how that goes and like the replacement options really aren't anything that jump off the page other than Stadnika and yeah. I haven't seen too much about him to be confident in him. I've been waiting for him uh, just to play in the NHL, let alone a better yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, this next team is a team that I'm just kind of falling in love with. I love it being back together. They have absolutely no 40-point players projected in their top six forwards, which is very, very lovely. And that is the Chicago Blackhawks. At number four. Nice. They were 15th in the league last year in production of those six guys, of their top six guys, and they were, who did they? Yeah, like they didn't have too many guys. So probably Kurashev was probably in that list and stuff yep. like that. So, uh, pretty rough year. Yeah, pretty rough year, but for getting mid pack in the league, that's pretty damn good. Um, didn't help not having their captain last year and yeah, exactly. Kirby Dak, their third overall. Picks, so. Exactly. Hey, exactly. two, two so. pretty key pieces that would be in that top six, mm-hmm. even though mm-hmm. technically Kirby Dak hasn't broke out yet. But mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, I my digress. axe factors are exactly the guys you're talking about: is Taze and Doc. Like, um, I like Taze to get sixty to eighty. Is yeah. what I'm thinking. Um, at the minimum of all these guys getting points, even with Kane getting eighty points, like they're projected for me to have 380 points out of this top six. Like that's fucking in the top five. That's basically what Boston had there. So they're within the top 10 kind of projection wise. So if anybody does anything and anybody does good, this is going to be pretty wild. I think Um, it's, it's the best six players together. I've seen like, like I want, I wanted to put them out first, but like, it's hard to, to know how well Taze will play uh, coming back and same with uh, Doc and stuff like that. But I really like Doc and uh, Kubalik. I think they'll work well together. I think Taze has got the fire back. I think he'll be ready to fucking, yeah. fucking do this, man. So it's just the center depth isn't something I love. Like, I don't love Taze and Strom, but that Debrinket, Strom, and Kane, like, these guys are just madness. When they're on the ice, they're going to be trying to score on you. You're not even going to have a chance to try to score on them. It's kind of how I see it. They're just too potent. So I put them up in the four because 
yeah, with Kane's ability to get like 120 points, these guys should easily be able to get 400 fucking points and find themselves easily in the top uh, 10 in points. I For think sure. top five. Yeah. Um, and then my last one is Carolina, number five. I've got Carolina in there because yeah. they don't stand out that much. Like they don't have any epic fucking 90 up guys getting 7,000 points, but defensively this team is a fucking rock. And I, like I just said about my breakout player in Nekas, he is my uh, X factor on this team. Like obviously he has to fucking get like 70, 80 points for me to have them up in, in fifth place here. But, I, I think it does happen. I think there's he's got enough guys surrounding him. If you add Cockney I think that makes it even easier for all these guys to do what I have them projected to do. Um, that's basically Aho, Svechnikov getting point per game, Teravine and getting close to a point per game, and Nekas just kind of being at that 60-70 range, and same with Trocek. So um, lots and lots of not just offense, but just – they're so two-way. They're hard to play against. These guys are hard to play against. A lot of bigger guys on this, uh, in this, on this team, and just strong and smart. So, I wanted to put guys like Tampa Bay in and Florida and Colorado, but I just couldn't quite come to it. Um, so I took the old Hurricanes just because they are a hurricane, and their minimum proje- projection is pretty high for me when it comes to. Uh, compared to the rest of the league. So I can see them easily uh, outdoing what they did last year, which they got eighth. So really, I, I can see them kind of in the same spot, but I give them the tip of the hat more defensively. Yep. That's why I put them in the top five. So, yeah, that's like that's like what I got there for top five. That's um, interesting. My runner, <laughs> yeah, runner-ups are Colorado, Tampa Bay, Florida, Toronto, Dallas. Nice. Really couldn't put Colorado in because they just they they took a small step down. Their minimum's a little bit lower than other guys. Obviously, the maximum is through the roof and as good as all my top five guys, better than Carolina. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think it's just tough to replace uh, Sod and Donsko. I thought they brought an element to the game that makes this top six not as great make a lot more pressure for the main guys to get her done. So I don't know. I look for them for look to them to trade for somebody and make this top six a little bit better so I can put them in the top five. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Um, Jordan, do you want to give your top five? Yeah. Mine's a little bit different. I gathered from Edmonton being at number one, but <laughs> my number one team is the lightning. On paper, this team is just wow. Yeah. Right. Like, obviously, yeah. Yeah. and then you've got guys like Palat, Sorelli. Yeah, I downplayed Sorelli and Kalorn a little bit. Yeah. I don't know why. I think they did so good because there was the third line. I, I the thing about Tampa is I just I think their third line was yeah. that good yeah. that it that like I'm not saying the top six isn't like like exactly I have them seven. They're right there, but yeah, man. Just, I downplayed Kalorn and Sorelli, but I, I, I can't complain about putting them first, right? Like, mm-hmm. so good. They won the yeah. cup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Number two, I've got Pittsburgh. Nice. For all the same reasons. I, I 
I agree. Last year was just an injury year. And it's this hard to sucks. not see Crosby and Malkin putting up those numbers again. I fucking hope Malkin does. <laughs> Plus, I mean, you obviously you've got guys like Gensel, Kapanen, Zucker, right? Like yeah, great top six players. I fucking love Gensel. <laughs> um, third, I have the abs. I absolutely agree that they definitely took a step down. And I think they would have been a lot higher. But I do still think that top line is just special. Yeah. Right? And then at least for the second line, you've got a guy like Kadri. Yeah, well, and, and Landis Kog will probably slide on that second line anyway. Yeah, of course. To help. Yeah, so. like that's... Yeah, like I'm you can. Not, I, I'm I, a super Kadri fan. Like, yeah, I know you yeah. are. You don't love I, him. I, I took these other guys because like the only... I almost wanted to take Boston out because they're centermen. Their yeah, second line center, I, yeah, you know, I, I, like I, I kind of wanted to go that road, but him, it had to be Boston or Colorado, and I like, like, yeah, it's kind of in in between for me there, because yeah, like I like Colorado and all this stuff, but just not super high on Kadri yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. Newhook, and then just being able to take the laps of those couple guys leaving, for sure. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. They did definitely take a step down. Um, fourth. I've got my Capitals. Hard not to bet, bet against them. I think they're very strong top six. Yeah, it, it, my biggest question mark is Kuznetsov still. Yeah, exactly. Just because right. I, I don't agree. know if he's going to be playing. It's it just that that marriage seems to be over. That's just why, yeah. and I just yeah. struggle. Yeah, like great yeah. defensively. That's why I'd like to – I was trying to get him into my conversation, but I – Really couldn't really well, do exactly. it. I don't know yeah, why. Right. Just because like, of the Ocean production. Wilson and Mantha are great for defense. I mean, Mantha yeah. less so, but like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. They just don't pop right. off the page. It's it, it. What makes them so good is um is like I, I could be simple and be like, oh, Ovechkin and him scoring, but it's really Tom Wilson scaring the shit out of people yeah. every time he's on the ice. Yeah, exactly. Like, I hate him with a passion because I'm a Pens fan and he hurt one of my guys, but, like, yeah, I what understand he what he offers is probably the most important well, thing exactly, in right? the like, NHL. This, this Capitals team is is – goes for the power play right yes. that is where we mm-hmm. make our points yeah, yeah. That's, that's what tom wilson gets us he gets us power plays because people get reckless when they get pissed off at him yeah 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 he's a big yeah no I, for that team yeah like they're they're like uh dallas and uh a couple other guys i have down that are just like exactly you want to put them in the top five just because they're just outright great defensively yeah. you know mm-hmm. yep and exactly yeah, they have all those intangibles yeah. Same um, with, same with about the Bruins. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Just for all those same I, I absolutely agree. I, I wish they had Krejci because that would just make it. Well, I'm glad they don't because yeah, exactly. Boston can I, piss a, off. But like, I hate Boston, so I'm glad they don't. But in terms of this, as a hockey long, fan, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, like that top line is just. Exactly. So good at what they do. And then you'd have a second line of Hall and Krejci each together. Yeah. No, I I agree. Um, well, mine went different than all of yours, too. I also realize mine's different. I'll get to it. But um, so, number one, I picked Carolina. If they get Cockney Emmy in there, like, 
I, I don't know why, but this team just gels. And I'm as weird as it sounds. The reason I picked them is more or less for how their coach is less than the players. The way Brendan Moore makes his top six. Yeah, like Aho to me could be a 90 plus guy, point guy. Could. Like high end. High end 90 plus. I, I He'll be a point a game this year at, around that for sure, I think. I think Sveshikov is a very special winger that could easily score 30, um, maybe even 40. So I, I really like their their outlook. I love Tara Vinen for what he brings. He he's just kind of brings a little bit of everything, um, whatever you need in whatever situation you're in. Vinny Trotrek is just really good there. Kaki Niemi seems to just fit that team. So I went Carolina. I think high end, they could surprise him people and just dominate if if these and like chase was saying neck ash is like a superstar in the making so good so so i went with carolina yeah i can definitely understand that second i went colorado i agree they took a step back and i understand they're missing a lot of pieces but to me nathan mckinnon's the most influential player in the game for a team like single person like i know there's mcdavid he'll naturally score you and i get that but mckinnon brings everything to me and i tried to kind of bring in a little bit of like playoff with it to an extent so i i like that a lot better i don't know i just feel like nathan mckinnon can they're gonna play ranton and mckinnon probably new hook new hook's gonna be so good there because he's beside two of the best players in the league um yeah man like colorado's uh like my impact list they were second on that like they have so many people that are just those random stats they are in there like fucking burakovsky and uh burakovsky um, be great yeah burakovsky cadre and those guys they're all those stats like it's it's a quite unreal like even sod was in some of those donskoy was in some of those not even don't even have those guys anymore but they had guys for for days that were just mm-hmm. yeah it's crazy and, it's crazy so like i really had trouble not putting them in the top five i just had to take a stance and say i don't believe in them as much because right. i don't know like they were first last year they got fucking 423 points but uh or projected to but like yeah man exactly like so many great players and these guys are just unreal out there like actually yes. unreal so yeah man yeah, they're they're awesome. Not? They're I don't think they're gonna take as big a step back. I I know Kadri's an idiot in the playoffs, but he's very consistent at both ends of the ice, and he's kind of a. You want a better second line center, but you're not complaining that you have Kadri behind McKinnon. McKinnon's good enough to kind of like make Kadri look better, I guess. Like as weird as that sounds since they don't play together but i think Kadri does fine because all he's got to do is keep the puck out of his own net and try and get some chances like really he's not expected to score as much because it's not his role so that's why i'm okay with Kadri. um plus i like his tenacity too like I, he does a lot of stupid hits but if his name wasn't Nazim Kadri and he started doing this and he kept playing how he does i bet he wouldn't get as many bad suspensions and a bad look so that's why I put Colorado so high. Uh, third, I go Florida. I, I went Florida just because Huberto is p- probably my favorite winger in the NHL. I, I, I'm so high on this guy. Barkov's the best two-way guy 
now yeah like with everything yeah. like i know bergeron's there yeah. bergeron's bergeron but i'm not counting it barkov yeah. can score better than bergeron i don't know i just yeah, like no, him you're, right? you're, you're not wrong like statistically out of my fucking all this bullshit i figured out like boston pittsburgh florida is third carolina fourth and toronto or colorado fifth yeah so like exactly like if you run a bunch of shit and look at these teams pretty in depth like you're like i had to kick florida out of that you know because i and, decided to just take them out because it's just it's great and i love it but i'm just maybe they need to prove to me that like huberto and barkov are 90 up guys or something like that right. you know are they See, super and, super duper and if they can be then like maybe i'd put this team up a little bit more it's, but it's funny you say that because when i think of chicago i think of i don't believe in this florida group for sure for sure but they had a small enough sample size last year with Verhage playing so well last year. Yeah. Sam Bennett, if he can play like he did for them last year, or even like half as good 75%. as he played, yeah, seventy-five <laughs> percent. Like he's gonna do fantastic for them. Yeah, so exactly. I'm thinking of the high end, and they've already played here. Add Sam Reinhardt to the mix now. Like mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. that could be a guy who gets you gets Huberto over the to the 90 points or Barkov, yeah, exactly. like whoever he plays with. I think there's just so much potential in Florida. I think they love their team, their group. They have a great head coach to rally him. They got a great young goalie coming up. Like just everything fits. And that top six seems like it's just coming to about to explode to me. Yeah. And they so, have like three guys that can be the sixth fucking guy on the, on exactly. The they have so such like, good depth that it's so many different options. If, if their sixth guy doesn't work, Okay, I'll try Owen Tippett. Okay, I'll try Mason Marchment. Okay, I'll like. There's so many different options, yeah, so I yeah, like that. Exactly. Um, so I put yeah, it in- killed me taking them out. It killed yeah. me taking them out of the top five just because and it does, it lands out. They're fucking like whether they you like could it or not, be like, amazing when you look at the team and you kind of start projecting stuff. They're in the top five guys. Like yeah. they're they're even great with their imp- with my impact list. Like they're in the top top five of that too you exactly Cuberto like, and Barkov are on all those stats man exactly Fucking and Reinhardt was even on them and stuff like that like man it's yeah pretty and unreal there with Chicago like my only fear is I give me a year of seeing it and I'll believe it right like I I want to see Doc be healthy this all year then I'll believe he can be healthy right I I want to see Taves come back and be like he was uh, three years ago, I think, is when he had his point per game season. Like, if I can see that or close to that, I'm like, wow. I, and Dylan Strome, yeah. show yeah. that, show me Dylan yeah. Strome is an actual top six guy because I don't believe I don't he know. is. He's, oh, I, I like him. He's been around for quite a while now. I think he's pretty good. I, I think I he's just, okay to be that guy. He may not be the most impactful fucking centerman, but like, he can definitely get the job done. That's yeah. for sure. But that's and, what I'm saying. I is I'm I have... betting on them now because I don't want to sit there and say like, yeah, I can wait for them and see how they how they do. Yes. I'm like, no, nah, they're gonna the do it because it's it's the it, it's either it's gonna happen or like the whole team somehow falls apart. I just don't see that happening. I think yeah. they have enough juice going for them right now that this is like they're pushing hard for this year. They got flurry for a reason. Yep. They, they like they want to make sure that if this works, it's gonna fucking like actually do something. They'll actually like not just be some team in the playoffs, you know? Yeah, they I, can I agree. Add that guy and create the actual great team. I agree. Do a great push. Not saying they're gonna win the Stanley Cup, but like I think 
he's smart to be ready for if this fucking takes off, you know. Yeah, but I put Florida as my like. Oh yeah. Like that's my oh. blow up team. Like they technically haven't like exploded yet and been this amazing, amazing team. Like they've shown yeah, me, like exactly very hey. close to it, and I think they're just gonna mm-hmm. do it. I couldn't put two teams like that in. I feel like that's cheating because oh, they look good on paper, but they're also still young and may not make that jump. Like yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So I just have more confidence. Florida fourth. I go Pittsburgh. I, I wanted to put them higher so bad, but I didn't want to seem biased if I'm being brutally honest. Like, I think they're pretty good. Like, like you got like what did you guys have? You had them two and three, Jordan. I think Jordan had three. Yeah, two and two. So like, I mean, I'm I'm not far off at four here, and I think they could be higher. I just I didn't want to be biased. I love Crosby could be, or Crosby will do amazing this year. He will get. If he plays 80 games, he will get 80-some points, 90 points. Like, he's going to be in that range. I think Malkin could have a bounce-back year, but that's my biggest question mark is him. If he can be healthy enough to do what he can do. Um, Gensel's amazing. He's a point-per-game guy. He has been for two, three years now. Rust is, like, really close to that point-per-game. He's a 60-70 point kind of guy. He can be. Um, he brings a lot of good dynamics. I just like the core Kapanen, like his speed is scary for other teams. And if he can figure out his, if he can think faster this year, he's going to be amazing. That's all he's missing. He just needs to have a faster thought process when it comes to certain things in games. So other than that, I think he's going to be absolutely awesome. So, and, and I can't bet against my guys Crosby and Malkin. So, um, and fifth, I go Boston. I wanted to put them higher, but like we keep mentioning, they need a center in yeah, a bad way. To I me. agree with that exactly. They're a great team, but it's hard to put them any higher without having a second center. Exactly. If we're talking single lines, like just the best lines on each team, I put them number one without a doubt. Without a doubt, Bergeron, Marchant, Pasternak is the best line I think we've seen probably since what Gretzky Curry Messier or whatever it was like something <laughs> crazy like that like it's the best line in modern hockey um yeah. there's nothing much I can say about them uh Taylor Hall is still there and he's still yeah, very good. good I just wonder how many points he's gonna get playing yeah, exactly. with Coyle shooting for him. as his center like I like Craig Smith he's really good at getting those like garbage goals kind of like just loose pucks and just shooting in the slot yep and but he's not a great play he's not an amazing playmaker and neither is coil so i don't see where yeah, hall's gonna score from i know hall's gonna pass a lot but i don't know i just i'm not super confident points wise by that line defensively mm-hmm. i think they'll be fine i think they'll be yeah, good. Exactly. but it's just they won't score a lot as they did last year in the small sample size so i think that's what i'm wanting to see um to put them higher so that's my top five uh carolina colorado florida pittsburgh boston honorable mentions i have tampa at six i don't stamkos i think it's gonna take a step back so i don't completely trust them point and kucherov are great but they're not amazing the right or points not amazing the regular season um so that's yeah, why I quite dominate but he'll be great if i was doing this on playoffs they're the first team i put on my list and the Islanders are probably second, but like <laughs> I'm not doing just playoffs. You gotta 
is and yeah. then Leafs they're the opposite of Tampa. They can do it in the regular season, but they can't do it in the playoffs. Yeah, and their left wingers are really bad right now. Um, and and obviously Chicago, like I mentioned, I like the potential, but I need to see it before. Yeah, I agree with Chicago there. So that's my top five. Um, for this week. Oh, yes, that's every week. We're not doing this again. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was good. So I like that we all have different answers. I'm, like, completely different because I think all of us, our top guy didn't make it in everyone's list except for Carolina barely made it in chases for mine, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is hilarious. I love that we all had completely different answers. Yeah, um, shows how shows how talented the league is right yeah it does and how close it actually was because this was really yeah. hard it seemed super easy it was very hard. but there's a lot of tangibles that you had to to bring into exactly. the mix so uh anyways guys that's this week's podcast next week we're gonna do some award predictions way too early predictions so don't miss that uh go follow our social medias on twitter and instagram at the couch on ice uh, you can still email me at thecouchonice at gmail.com. I probably won't answer, but you can still email us. Uh, but other than that, I got nothing else to say, boys. Nope. Oh, yeah. All oh, right. Good times. All righty. We'll catch you guys next week. Have a good week. Peace.